Hello, everybody. My name is Daniel Prince, and I am the host of the Once Bitten podcast. This is a podcast focused on Bitcoin. It's my mission to interview as many people as I can around the different aspects of Bitcoin and help people understand exactly what Bitcoin could mean for them and for their families and for their future. I hope you enjoy the show. Thank you so much for listening. Hey guys, welcome to this edition of the Once Bitten podcast. Joining me today is at Publord on Twitter, Guy Bennett. Go find him. Enjoy the story of how he, he's gone from Twitter lurker to meme master to co-host of his own show, The Toxic Happy Hour. Hope you enjoy this one. Before we get to the episode, quick shout outs for supporters of the show. UK-based, coinfloor.co.uk forward slash bitten, a UK-based um, Bitcoin-only exchange where you can set up auto buys as well as just buy, as you would on any exchange. Swanbitcoin.com forward slash bitten, a DCA service that covers every state in the US. Make sure you go and check those guys out. They're doing amazing work, and you can go and find them on Clubhouse as well, Cafe Bitcoin. They're doing a lot of great work there. And Relay dot ch forward slash bitten this is where you can fiat cost average out of your swiss francs or your euros if you're based in europe you can start using relay they have a great app very low kyc it's an inbuilt wallet it's pretty seamless so go check them out it's a great option if you are in the european union uh, one quick shill for an unofficial shill for Bitcoiner Jobs at Bitcoiner Jobs on Twitter. Go follow them. There's lots of people that reach out to me that ask, how can I start adding value to the space or how can I get hired in the space? These guys seem to be doing a great job of highlighting all the companies out there that are looking for some help. So if you see something that matches your skill set, make sure you reach out because this could become your gateway out of the fiat soul-sucking job that you probably hate let's do this show thanks guys no sorry it's a little bit dark here but i honestly you know i'm in africa and i have a little bit a little bit of lighting in the room <laughs> <laughs> well it's nice to see that you took your scarf all the way to africa mate this is uh this is oh. real like uh you, you are committed to the cause and uh just tuning in, uh, this isn't a live podcast, but I've hit record and I've not done the intro. Yeah. Guy Bennett, ladies and gentlemen, uh, <laughs> as he, as known in France as Guy Bonnois and <laughs> as known in, on Twitter as uh, at Publord, he's in the house and uh, yeah. ready to talk some Bitcoin. But first of all, he's got to he's got to jump through the hoops and get over the, uh, the oh. barrier of Lauren's questions. So I'll tell you what, this is the thing I've been dreading the most, uh, not preparing for you, but preparing for Lauren, because I had no idea what she could be asking me today. So um, good evening, uh, Lauren. Uh, it's great to see you. It's great to see you too. Um, okay, so um, my question is, yeah. uh, why did you call yourself... Pubby. Pubby or Publord? Yeah, Publord. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, Publord and then Pubby. So uh, it, it's, it's um, sort of a funny story. Um, 
you know, on Twitter, everyone has a different handle, um, a different name they sort of go by. Um, I st- when I started Twitter, it was before I knew Bitcoin. Uh, so I had my, my regular name. The more I, I got involved with Bitcoin, um, the more you make friends that are, um, you know, more eccentric, artistic, um, memers. And um, one of the things I used to do, my, when I, I have a co-host, um, Danish uh, Hoddle, whose uh, real name is Anders, but we used to talk all the time. And sometimes if I would stop by a pub on the way home, I would call him. And uh, one of the guys that started uh, Sweet Toshi, Sweet Toshi put out a list of lords and he called me pub lord because he knew I like to have a good beer and hang out at the pub. And when I hang out at the pub, I can, I'm by myself. I can just, um, you know, enjoy a beer think about Bitcoin, talk about Bitcoin and tweet about Bitcoin. So he called me Publord and I and I embraced it. And I said, that's a pretty cool handle. Um, you know, the history of pubs was such in, in the US that um, they were a place that anyone that was um, serious about having independence and freedom, uh, they, you couldn't really meet out in the open. So you met in the pub. And I thought this is actually a, a, a beautiful thing for Bitcoin. Um, and so I just embraced it. And it, it, it was always a life lesson. Uh, Puppy came from Anders, who, you know, was um, making a joke, sort of just to call it Puppy. But, you know, sometimes you'll learn this in life. You just embrace what people give you and you run with it. And that's what I did with Puppy. So I love the term Puppy. I like Pub Lord, but that's the history behind it. You know what the saddest thing is now? You can't go to the pubs or the cafes. Oh. Yeah. It is quite sad right now. Yeah. I was used to going out to the cafes and getting a pastry, like like getting a pastry all by myself. But that's gone away. And I'm sad yes. it has. And, um, you know... What's amazing, Bitcoin can will sort of help with this in the future. Mm. It, it'll give us a, a different avenue of um, where we can go um, if we decide to build that citadel in the sky or on a boat or wherever. We're going to have freedom lovers um, that will not uh, they will not take those rights away so easily from the citizens. Um, so yeah, temporarily, yes, um, it's not uh, good for you, especially in the UK. Um, I, I live in Florida where things are at least open. But hang in there, kid. Uh, we'll get there. We'll get, we'll get back. Yeah, because I can't wait to go to uh, the hundred k party and the um, <laughs> yeah, uh, and the conference. And the conference, yeah. And the the conference. conference, yeah. I was trying to say Bitcoin twenty twenty one. I was going to ask, are you, are you guys coming? We 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 have tickets. We want to come a hundred percent. I'm coming, even though I'm going to miss Galileo. Well, you'll be at, that's the beauty of Galileo. You yeah, can just flip open know. your laptop and you can do it whenever and wherever you want. But um, yeah. yeah, mate, we, uh, the, the next step for us now is to, to start booking some airline tickets and uh, looking into accommodation. That's going to be hard because there's like six of us. Yeah, that, well, we're used to moving six of us around. That, that's not a problem. Yeah. It's just whether or not we're allowed to travel. That's, that's yeah, the, you have a point that like COVID and stuff, but like, if we can't go then we might daddy just might um call up uncle chad (laughs) (laughs) 
Uncle, <laughs> Uncle Chad Saylor? Nice. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I know Uncle Chad. Well, not personally, but I know what you're referring to. Yeah. Hey, um, and listen, this would be fantastic because guess what? Pubby will be in Miami. Anders will be in Miami. There's a lot of great Bitcoiners that um, we've, we've met online, but we've never met in person. And it will be a fun time. Yes, it will. It totally will. And it'll be great. I, I, I really can't wait for... Wait, will they see so fingers crossed know? that we can go and um, you guys get to see... You know, as a family, we can all go and you guys can get to see what I see and what I feel uh, in, in real life and listen to some of the speakers. Uh, I know you, you'll be a bit bored for, for some of them, but just a few of them. And um, then meet all these guys in real life that you've spoken to. You've spoken to almost as many guests as I have. Lauren, do you know Jack Dorsey is the, the, the main speaker there? I think you know who he is, right? Yeah, Jack Dorsey? Can't we interview him yet? No, not no, yet. No. Yeah, he's lined up. He's the founder of Twitter, and he's also the founder of Square. Yeah. Okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So he's going to be the main speaker. I cannot believe... Uh, You're meeting the founder managed... of Twitter. I don't know whether I'll get to meet him, but I can't believe that these guys have landed it. They've done a great job with the speakers. You know, they got Tony Hawk as well, the most famous yeah. skateboarder in the world. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. Is Elon Musk? Gonna Elon Musk? No, he, he's probably... He's probably he'll have to buy his ticket. Yeah. He's too much of a shit corner. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I, I think it's great that Lauren can hear the term shitcoin at an early age. She can avoid mm. them. This is exactly right. Exactly right. We don't, there, there's no other, um, there's no room for any other coins in your life. Mm. Just stick to Bitcoin and um, keep your head down, stack your sets, and all will be good. And you'll be able to work on passion projects rather than just working for work's sake. Yeah which is something Pubby and I have done most of our lives, although like, we could probably get into, the, into like that. Like the job I want to do, not like mm. the job I don't want to do. Exactly. Do you have any more questions for, for Guy? Um, no, but I've got a question for you. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> okay. The table are turned here. Yeah, okay. So, question, mm -hmm. Summer. Mm -hmm. We had the conference and the 100K party, and then after that, we're going to the Bitcoin beach. In El Salvador? Are we going? Yes, I'll yeah. be going there. I would love to. I'd love to go oh. and visit those guys, and I'd love to go and visit um, the Isle of uh, Rotan as well, where we can go and um, meet Eric, who I interviewed from Prospera, and see what they're doing. And yeah, I would love to start traveling around uh, Central Summer and South America. Summer vacations are packed. Yeah, exactly. Caitlin, you're missing school. Pack your bags. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Caitlin doesn't have school in summer. No, exactly. <laughs> right, now, should we get on with yeah, the interview? Okay, All right, I'm going to cool. go. Bye. Thank oh, you, Bobby. Hey, Lauren, I'm just going to say, um, hmm? what I'm proud of the most right now is I think I got to enjoy your presence and chat with you longer than any previous guest. So thank you. Thank you. Bye. See you. Bye. See you maybe at the conference. Oh, yeah. or, or both. They might be happening the same weekend if, uh, if things carry on the way they are. Well, yeah. Bobby, yeah. Bobby is a co-host of the Toxic Happy Hour, 
So if those of you listening have never tuned in to the Toxic Happy Hour, can you give an, yeah. uh, like an overview for the listeners that uh, have missed the fun so far of what it is, how it started, the premise behind it, the ethos and, and how it's going and how it's going to look in the future? I'll tell you what, man, um, it, it's been such a blast. Uh, well, it wasn't a blast at the beginning. Uh, when you when you when you join in December of uh, 2017 and and watch that price drop from almost 20,000 uh, down to 3,000, that's not the fun part. Uh, you learn as you go. Um, I'll tell you what, uh, and this is a shout out to Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. Um, his show uh, from the beginning, no fancy sets or graphics. What what I what I loved about it was that the dude had conviction. Um, he was a when I first started, no clue, no clue. I had a friend who um, she had a, a she had a, a boyfriend who they had heard about this, but he didn't want to get into Bitcoin. And she tells me this. Uh, she tells me that when in December or December or November you start seeing this price rise. She goes, "Man, I wish I had bought Bitcoin then, um, because I we could have got it for like ten dollars." And I'm looking at the price like $10. What is this thing? Uh, I heard about it once before. I thought it was just magic internet money. Truly, I thought it was gamers money that it had no value. Um, once that bug got planted in my ear, I jumped all in. At the time, Coinbase was only offering, you had, you had four choices. You had Bitcoin, Bitcoin Cash, Ethereum, and Litecoin. That was it, man. And I said, I have no clue what I'm doing. So uh, I'm taking my initial deposit here and I'm spreading it equally across all four. Uh, now, looking back, that's pretty stupid. Uh, but, but at the time, yeah, you're just starting. Uh, so from Adam Meister's show, uh, you know, listen to, and yeah, I met this guy. Uh, well, there's this guy, Anders, that was on the show. And uh, everything he was talking about was really resonating with me. So I, I reached out to him. I just sent a message. And he's as passionate about Bitcoin as anyone. And literally said, and this is going to be a common theme, I think, of our, our um, conversation, just how um, outgoing and willing uh, Bitcoiners are from OG status, uh, you know, 2011, 2013, 2015 to, to help people out, man, on, you know, on their own. And he goes, hey, man, give me a call. And that's what I did. I So started calling and we talked all the time. It's just me and him talking Bitcoin. Um for years. And he says, you know what? I used to have a, a little podcast I, I, I would do. Um, I, I, I think the stuff we talk about is interesting. We just have fun. Um, or you swing by the pub, have a beer and we're talking. It's just a good time. And it, it's not technical. Uh, we turn out to be, although we had like Ben Kaufman on the show. Uh, you can get down in the weeds with some of those guys. But it was just a fun show talking Bitcoin, current events, uh, what's going on. Uh, you know, it, it just turned into something where we said, you know what? Yeah, why not? Um, we'll, we'll just start broadcasting. And that's what he did. He just, we put a little show. I mean, hell, we, nothing's professional, as you know. There's no, uh, you know, I, I do it off of my phone. There's no professional editing. Um, we do nothing in the way of preparation. We just talk. And that's sort of the backstory on Toxic Happy Hour. And, you know, you, you're one of the first that really got us involved here. Because I, I, I remember having a post once, and I think you wrote in there, hey, Pavi, when, when can we have a beer and talk Bitcoin? 
and that's the kind of the, the, that's the like you said the ethos behind it it's just a casual conversation have a beer we don't have all the answers um and i and i may not have them all but guess what i can probably point people to the guys that do but for the most part um yeah we're, we're, just, we're just having fun with it yeah it's been it's been ice mate watching it uh, all come together and i love tuning in when i can and uh watching yep. it live because uh it's the chat the chat is just firing on all cylinders and uh, yeah i've been lucky enough to come on and be a guest on the show and i love uh interacting with with the pair of you uh you you certainly have uh the banter dialed well in to a, a nice sweet spot between anders and yourself and uh when you see the chat going, it's attracted so many. I mean, obviously, I know you were already um, probably following and chatting to a few of the guys, but look how it's yeah. uh, exploded since then. Well, you know what? And that's one of the things that Andrews and I talked about. Um, look, you can't, you can't, especially among Bitcoiners, you can't fake it. You can't fake the banter. You can't fake the camaraderie. Again, because we had already known each other for two years, we talked a couple hours a day can't fake that you can't fake that and and bitcoiners are the smartest people on the planet to be honest with you and they would see through it so and we never pretended we're, we never wanted a show that was going to be just it was going to be just so um uh just i don't know just set in in the these walls and these limits we never wanted that and and that's what it turned into the people that we started um, adding to our little collection of memer friends and now turned it into like almost rock stars. And that's the great thing about, you know, Twitter in general, um, open source uh, ways that you can meme. And I know we'll get into the memes later, but it opens the door for people that in a prior lifetime would never have had the opportunity to share their genius. And that's what we have now. And yeah, we have, we just have fun with it, you know? Um, yeah, obviously no sponsors. That's one of my favorite parts of the show. A word from our sponsors, <laughs> and then we're, then we're quiet for five seconds because it gives us the freedom just to have fun, man. And that's all it's about with Bitcoin. I'd rather have people come in. Um, I, I don't need to make a, a living from it, uh, so to speak, right now. But it's all about it's all about having fun and having intelligent conversations, man. That's all. So you mentioned the memers. Were these yeah. guys? Were they were they responsible for the laser eyes? We just did a show yesterday. We had all the laser eye guys on there. And it's interesting because we had a separate group, um, you know, we had on Twitter. And it's slowly grown, grown to about, um, I think there's 20 now. Um, but 10 of us were this, the same memers that you, you saw involved. Uh, yeah, so shout out, um, you know, Greg Zage and, and Chairforce. Chairforce Hoddle came up with the idea. But he and Greg Zodge were the ones that that really got this thing going. Um, and, you know, I, when I talk to Anders and I say this, you want to talk about power, okay? And the power of um, Twitter, the power of open source technology and sharing of information. From our little group, you know, just little, these little 20, 20 guys that, you know, over the few months this year, we, we just sort of got together and put them in a chat room. You have the richest man in the world having laser eyes and a U.S. senator adding laser eyes in the span of two days. So if you want to talk about the power of a meme or how quickly 
you can change lives. I, I think Financial Times, I think there's different groups that actually put articles out about this. And so it's, it, it was stunning to me um, how quickly it, it took hold of the imagination. But, you know, at the end of the day, you, you know what, you don't, you don't, um, you don't have to try too hard when number go up 450% on a year. You don't have to try too hard at that point. <laughs> yes. Number go up is definitely doing the heavy lifting. But at yes. the end of the day, uh, and Raul put a tweet out about this the other day, kind of contrary to what we're talking, um, yeah. saying, you know, like, uh, why are you guys bothering with this? And I, I strongly disagree with, with, with that statement. I think I'm on the side of you. Um, if the whole world is talking about a bunch of guys on Twitter adding red laser yeah. eyes to people and the hashtag um, yeah. laser eyes to 100K, whatever it is, uh, then that's the narrative. And if you control the narrative, we all know if you control yeah. the narrative, mainstream media have had their chance. They've, they've been controlling the narrative for far too long. And if you can wrestle the narrative away for a day or two, or however long it lasts, then that's just huge. That's so impactful. That's, um, so I put a meme out, I think it was yesterday, and, and it just touches on that point. Um, do you know the one where you have the, the angry woman um, yelling, her friends holding her back, and then there's the cool cat in the corner yeah. that responds? Because that's exactly it. It's the no-coiners, um, mainstream media yelling. But Bitcoin has no intrinsic value. It has no intrinsic <laughs> value. It should be doing nothing, basically. And you know what the cats say? Hey, check out my new laser eyes. Because that <laughs> is that is the ethos, like you say, man. That is the attitude of the Bitcoin community. We're just saying, we know where it's going. Um, right now we get bored at $50,000 Bitcoin. And so we joke, we, we do things like laser eyes. We got nothing better to do. We either fight, <laughs> we fight amongst each other on, over stupid stuff. You know, and I bring it up, plebe versus pleb. And we all know it's plebe. <laughs> Kristen Fischel backed it up. But you see my point. So the outside world can be angry. The ones that are here, we get it. We love it. We know it. We know where it's going. Certainly do, mate. Well, let's get back to young guy. You know, there's always uh, a great story <laughs> back in there somewhere yeah. that uh, that people might not be aware of. And I've got a beer going on. Uh, what's the time zone you're on at the moment? You're in Africa, but I, what time zone? I'm just one hour behind you. Um, okay. I believe it's just after eight there. I'm at seven o'clock here. What are you thinking? Um, yeah, so yeah, uh, you know, Western Africa, as I always say, is always good. Uh, you know, the French didn't leave it in the best condition, but they do leave some uh, good wines out there. Uh -huh. So, yeah, got a, a nice little French wine um, that I'm having tonight. Had some and dinner earlier. Actually, but. this this is interesting. Um, your line of work. Would you um, yeah. would you mind uh, explaining to people uh, what it is that uh, that you do? Sure. Um, not to get too technical, but I, I work with a program where we do crisis and contingency planning um, for the, the American and, and embassies and consuls around the world. So in case of natural disaster, um, social unrest, whatever, uh, we have a plan in place to uh, provide humanitarian aid. You know, it, it's, it's pretty cool because um, yeah, I get paid to do something I think that helps people, but I can also take that money and, and, and buy Bitcoin with it. Win-win. 
Yeah. So this keeps you busy, right? This this has you traveling around the world uh, a great deal. Um, what, how long yeah. have you been doing this? Oh, I've been yeah about twenty years now, um, wow, and man. four months four months of the year I'm I'm overseas, um, and yeah. So basically, yeah, I've, I've been to over a hundred countries, which also um, helped, you know, really helped my perspective when it came to the UK for Bitcoin. Initially, I thought it was amazing. The number go up was really cool. What I thought was was more fantastic was that it was unconfiscatable because I've been to the countries, you know, I've been to the countries where you want value that can't be confiscated. If you need to leave, you want value that you, you know, you're, you've worked your entire life. You want that value to stay with you and it should stay with you. And being able to travel like this, yeah, obviously, besides reading and, you know, we could talk later if you want about the uh, homeschooling idea, but um, the travel, the reading, that will will um, create a better person than anything in the world. And it, it opens your eyes and it helped prepare me for Bitcoin, to be honest with you. Yeah, I can believe it. So what, what's the what's the hairiest kind of situations that you've seen or been involved in that... Um, that you wouldn't mind sharing. Oh no! I mean, look, you go to, you go to some of the some of these countries from you know Iraq, um, Afghanistan, and hey, look, you just take care of yourself, <laughs> keep, keep your head on a swivel, and, and you'll be fine. The, the, you know, so, the, some of the scariest places, honestly, is if if I go to um, some of the border towns in Mexico, because you're just it, it's such there's such random violence. Um, some of the old narco violence that you used to have. That's what you get more worried about because you don't even know when it's coming. Yeah. Um, but what, sorry, I should have phrased the, uh, the question better. Um, yeah. You know, it's like a busman's holiday for you, right? You're, you're, you're now a guest rather than the, uh, the interviewer. Um, have you, have you had to, so if you, if you're putting these, these emergency plans in place, is that, yeah, I guess that's before the shit goes down. Right. Have you ever been in a place where like yeah. um, you've been on the ground and been helping is that there's yeah. been an earthquake or there's been a tidal wave, or there's been a uh, natural disaster and, and you've had to, and you were there for whatever no. reason. No, but I was, you know, I'm trying, uh, I'm trying to think back. Um, I don't know if it was in Mali or Mauritania I had been to. Um, no, but I was there putting a plan in place, um, you know, working, working with our embassy, the ambassador, but, the, the president of the country lived next door. And the month after I left, I had just missed it. Uh, yeah, there was a coup in the country and they literally stormed the, the, the president's house next door to the American ambassador. Uh, so yeah, that, it was interesting. I, I literally could have been there. Um, another time was um, it, the initial air of spring. Um, I was actually in Cairo again, two weeks before. I, I was eating lunch in Tahir Square every day and then to go home and you turn on the news and all of a sudden you, it is it, it is like 300,000 people, um, fires and, and, and everything else going on down there. Yeah, that gets sort of surreal. Yeah, that's that's weird. And I remember having Max and Stacey on the show and they were talking about they were there uh, during yeah. the um, like. <laughs> oh, they were there. OK, yeah, yeah. We, we, hey, we don't have them. We got to get them scheduled. I want Max and Stacy are, are, like you say, I think they're going to be fantastic guests because you just ask one question and, and let them go. 
wind them up and let them go. Man, their stories are so great. They are just so great. And they're so much fun. And uh, yeah, you're right. Just let them go because they've had so many different experiences uh, throughout their, their whole financial journalism, not, not just Bitcoin, right? This is yeah. you know, going back. Oh, it's, it's, it, it's awesome. That Hey, Max goes back to the days, man, of like, you talk about, you know, the movie Wall Street, okay? The movie Wall Street, everything, you know, greed is good. <laughs> but I think he was there then. Like, literally, you would just put, like, the, the little uh, orders in a tube, that whole air tube system. I, I mean, that is brilliant stuff to hear. <laughs> so where, where, did you, where did you grow up, mate? What was, um, what was, you know, shaping your life back in those days, growing up? So, and, uh, you know, what did yeah. dad do? And Yeah, so, you know, just... I say your your standard um, I don't know uh, standard American life in a way. Um, parents had divorced early, um, like most kids, and said was necessarily a latchkey kid. But I uh, grew up lived in Pennsylvania, Missouri, uh, traveled around a bit, um, <laughs> decent grades, I guess, in school. Um, and I and I think back. You know, because I, I talk about this on our show, too, and I know you think about this stuff is um, what prepares somebody for something like Bitcoin? OK, what are the ideas that sort of shape you? Um, you know, one thing I remember one one thing that was interesting to me, I always remember it's like I, I received um, the book um, Walden, you know, Henry David Thoreau, and I was only 11 or 12. And at the time, it resonated with me. The simple living um, thing really resonated with me. Voluntary simplicity, and I, I, I really took that to heart in many ways. Um, I don't really think I knew much about, you know. You grow up, you think, well, you know what? Uh, uh, the dollars are tied to gold. You don't really think about it being on the gold standard or not. It doesn't really affect you. You just know you have money or not in the seventies or eighties. But the voluntary simplicity movement um, and simple living was something I always kept an eye on because I think that gets to the heart of the matter in many ways and, and many of the ills in our society. Um, I moved into our neighborhood, uh, let's say, man, I'm trying to think, yeah, 2000, 2000, I got my current house. Uh, the lady on the corner came over and she's about, I don't know, almost 80. And said, and I bought it. It's, it's an old bungalow. It was built in 1944. She goes, just to let you know, I, I lived in that house in 1944 until 1950. Um, until my husband and I decided to buy this double lot on the corner. And that's where she lived currently. But it's funny, they bought it in 1950 for their dream home. They paid $500 for the lot. The lot itself now, the, the lot itself now, uh, you got to pay probably close to a million dollars for it. But I'm looking at it because their dream home, eh, it's only it's only 1,200 square feet. It's not it's not much, but that that was their dream home. And when I see it now, I always think back to my simple living. Um, I don't know. It was always in my heart. Like, why do we need all these big homes? Why do we need this stuff? Um, so that was a driving force for me uh, moving forward. Yeah, I'm bringing this around in a long tangent. I'm sorry about that. But uh, these are some of the things that prepared me for Bitcoin. Yeah, for sure. 
Then and... I'll tell you what. There's two. There's two things. Two books. And I always like to ask this to guess if I can. Um, the creature from Jekyll Island. Once I realized how the Federal Reserve was set up, that really changed my um, outlook on things. Um, and you know, Atlas Shrugged and the Fountainhead by Ayn Rand. It, it, it showed how the government will try to crush a sovereign individual, how it will take the ideas of one man and under, under the laws of, or the guise of, it's not fair, it's not fair and get public opinion against you. And that's what you're gonna find with Bitcoin. You wanna talk about some Bitcoin FUD, get ready. It's not fair that all these quote unquote um, Western men um, are into Bitcoin before you. Well, I don't know about that, but here we are. So that's the FUD that's coming, you think? Like, we're going to be oh, yeah. demonized yeah. for you know touching the, the forbidden fruit. Yes. Uh, I mean, most Bitcoiners are already demonized. We're, we're, we're boiling the oceans, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's that's the classic environmental fight. I think we're doing a pretty good job of, you know, but we don't even need to fight it, back, right? Yeah. It's not fighting back, it's educating. This is the, the, yeah. the like, you know, this is a fight. The mainstream media, they, they, they bring all of this crap to our doorstep and people within the community take it upon themselves to rise up, write an amazing article that just guns down absolutely every stupid point. But the, so... I, I, I get your point. Are they going to come with the, the FUD that, yeah, no. the greedy, greedy and, uh, you know, um, it's unfair. Well, that's, the, that's just, listen, that's just a starting off point, the greedy and unfair, because then you're elitist. Then they, they'll have to break it down um, like the way politics does. Um, you're misogynistic and you're racist because what they'll find out um, aside, well, in India, they're trying to ban it in China, but for the most part, they're going to find out, well, yeah, guess what? 95% and that's being generous, um, are males in Bitcoin. I don't know mm -hmm. what percent are, are Caucasian or not, but they will, they will divide and conquer. This is the way they always do it. But mm -hmm. think about that when, when now you're a misogynist, if you own Bitcoin, you're a racist, if you own Bitcoin, that'll be the next FUD level coming in. We don't have it now. Um, that may take until about probably a million dollar Bitcoin. They find a way to slow it down. Yeah, I, I know they? it's not something. Well, it's not. Well, it's not something comfortable to talk about. But yeah. it, how much fun is out there? How much fun is out there that it, it, it obviously, when you've been around here long enough, you, you see it all come and go. And and once Bitcoin ramps up and starts to run up. It's the same stuff you saw years ago. They just changed the date on the uh, the name of the article. Yeah, and they had a few nicer graphics or something. It's uh, yeah. it's amazing. Um, all right, should we, should we talk about other corporations? Yeah, other corporations coming into Bitcoin. Uh, your thoughts oh. around that? Yeah. Ah, uh, man, I'll tell you what. You know, aside from Pete today. Michael Saylor Day has to be a thing. Let me put it that way. Because he changed the entire narrative. Saylor changed Bitcoin. And a lot of people owe him a residual check. 
for what he has done for Bitcoin. And I don't care if, you know what, yeah, he goes on these shows because he can pump his own bags. I don't care. What he did was he legitimized Bitcoin on a corporate asset sheet. He basically said, listen, it's not even 5%, 10%. You went all in. He legitimized the idea that Bitcoin is a valid hedge against cash. Okay, so that's brilliant in of itself. And the guy walks the walk, talks the talk. Um, we'll get into, I think, maybe hit him taking loans out later. He was a stepping stone. You now have Elon Musk, $150 billion, boom, into Bitcoin, $150 billion. So every corporate board in the world, they have to have this conversation. And I know you listen to everything from you know Preston Pish and Jeff Booth, and they're saying that. One, one was the guy that um, there's a, a CFO can walk in to the boardroom and say, listen, there's this guy named Michael Saylor. Uh, he, he put it on his balance sheet. And you know what they can do? They can, they can sort of laugh at him away. Like, who's Michael Saylor? Well, guess what? You walk in there now and say, Elon Musk just bought $150 billion. Well, that changes the game quite a bit. But unfortunately, they don't have, they're not as nimble. They're not as nimble as Michael Saylor, who can, you know, own 72% of his company that can do this. They're not as nimble, so it's going to take them time. But as they're taking time since December, um, yeah, they, they've watched Bitcoin go from, from 20000 to over 50000 and they're losing money. But yes, corporations are coming. Yes, in a big way. Um, now, was it $150 billion or $1.5 billion? Just so... I've not oh, I'm anything. sorry. One, one point, one point five. Sorry. I'm, right. Look, okay. I'm getting, bull- I'm getting bullish. I'm thinking <laughs> getting Michael, bullish. Mike, Michael Saylor would buy a hundred. That guy would. He, I, he probably sold a kidney to buy zero point zero four <laughs> Bitcoin right now. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I did want to double check. I'm thinking, holy shit, have yeah. I missed? Like, it wouldn't. No, no, it no, wouldn't no, surprise no. me. Yeah. You know. But, no, uh, because I get. So I get lost between Sailor does the hundreds of millions. Yeah. Okay. That added up to a billion. But yeah, let's, I mean, what do you think about that? That speculative attack in a way. And that's what it is. The guy puts out, the first one was 0.75 basis points or 75 basis points, which is 0.75%. And now look at him. <laughs> like, Precipice had a great joke. He could do it the next one at negative interest rates. And we'll get takers to buy mm-hmm. Bitcoin. It, it, it changes the game um, because I know, you know, uh, like Knut Sonholm talks about infinity divided by 21 million. Mm-hmm. You know, but think about that. When now you can turn it on its head. When you deposit your $100 into a bank and that bank turns around and can lend out 99 of it, it's the reverse in process. It's brilliant to see. What are your thoughts on that, man? What do you think? I, I've been trying to explain to my wife how, and it's difficult, it's so difficult to explain because it's the total opposite to anything we've ever, ever, ever known. And like, you know, the meme in yeah. Bitcoin is, you know, be your own bank. But this takes that to a different level, right? Be your own bank, meme yeah. come around years ago for, you know, take your keys, take, take your, um, you know, control your keys, um, take your coins off of the exchange, run a node. 
I don't know anybody when they made that meme up were ever thinking about, hang on a minute, I'm going to be able to loan out my Bitcoin, get cash or assets in return for that Bitcoin and stand yeah. to get that Bitcoin back in five to 10 or 15 years, whatever the deposit terms are. So actually end up with your Bitcoin yeah. back and the asset that you've, yeah. that, that you wanted. And I try and explain this to people and I can't, you know, Sailor did a good job the other day. I was um, on the call when, when he did the podcast with safe and you know, the panel there was about 30 of us on that zoom call and just watching safe and sailor go at it, uh, you know, shill for saferdan.com, yeah. go and sign up. You, you just get access. Yeah. It's like a hundred bucks, get access to all of his courses, but then you get these, these zoom calls. You just fly on the wall. And it was all starting to click into place. And I'd been thinking along these lines and I'd seen Preston tweeting about it. And I was even wondering, I wonder if one day, you know, MicroStrategy could just become, you know, just open up a finance arm like uh, GE did yeah. back in the day, right? Or any of the yeah. car companies do. And now there's an, uh, an article going around the internet. Will Tesla become a finance company? Because hell, GM yeah. and Ford have done it, right? You know, that's a, a huge part arm of their of their income yep imagine the day you can walk into a tesla showroom and say right i want the top spec model x however much that is here's x amount of bitcoin in collateral and after a certain time if that collateral if the if the us dollar or euro nominal term against that collateral goes up through a break point you get the bitcoin back oh. yeah <laughs> And you've got the car, like you know, it's yeah. And that's a fascinating thing, and and that's a hot topic. Um, I'm trying to think of the guy that runs uh, BlockFi, um, because we'd love to talk to him, or if you can talk to him, Zach. Yeah, Zach. Yeah, yeah, Zach Prince. Um, yeah, that I mean, there's some, there's some that deservedly so (laughs) have been here some time, and at fifty thousand dollar Bitcoin, they may want to take profit, or yeah, the the opportunities is it do I. Do I take a loan against it? Do I sell some? Um, there are some that are still scared off that remember Mt. Gox. You know, not your keys, not your coin. Uh, do I trust this company? Um, and, and maybe a multi-sig situation, of course. Uh, do I trust them? Uh, yeah, that, that's. But this is a hot topic right now, mm-hmm. and you're bringing up a great point. You're bringing up an absolute great point. Um, yeah, where, where does it go from here? Corporations and and banks, banks have yeah. to get on board now. And I remember having a conversation with Sailor again and Jeff Booth when they were both on the show and we were talking about CBDCs. And I think Jeff yeah. turned around and said, you know, if a CBDC comes out, then the bank, the banks are just losing this huge revenue stream, yeah. right? Yeah. So what do they do? They've got to start recouping that and they've got to turn around and compete. You know, it's the game theoretical aspect of Bitcoin again. And they've got to start offering Bitcoin services. And the race is on to attract your business then, right? It's a race to the bottom for them and a race to the top for for the hodlers, for those people that... um, And this comes back again to your point about, you know, the FUD coming down the road is, is that the point where everybody wakes up and says, oh, look at these guys. They can get 10, 15, 20, 25%, whatever it is on their Bitcoin, and I'm still getting zero to negative on my check-ins and yeah. savings account. That's yeah. not fair. 
So I can see your your point of look at look at the CBDCs, man. I and and you want to talk about a social experiment of what they're what they're doing now. In the U.S., sometimes you'll go into you'll go into stores, or whatever, and say apparently there's this federal um, coinage shortage of sorts. They start encouraging you to use your card, okay? And again, to me, this is a, a way you prep people for the fact of CBDC. We want to track everything you do. Everything will be in your account. And guess what? If you don't spend this at this certain point, you start having a negative interest rate and losing money. It's, 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 it's control of money, man. Mm, they could easily do that, couldn't they? That's exactly what they uh, want to do. They want that money to yes. hit your account and then that money to hit the economy. In their yep. eyes, that's what they think yes. drives the economy because they're stupid. Yeah, yes. They don't want you saving it. The, the last thing they want is to incentivize savings. So they can track what you're saving and spending yes. and then penalize you even further for saving. Rather than when we were growing up, guy, you'd, yeah. you'd have a savings account and that might get you 7 or 8%, yeah. you know, whatever. And your yeah. checking account, which you'd use for your everyday. Now, yeah. with the CBDC, yeah, that is a slippery slope. Oh, yeah. These are the kind of things that Anders and I would talk about. <laughs> and we said, hey, let's make a show out of it. Like, hey, exactly. It's good, good to have around the pub. You got to have a couple of drinks to sort of process everything. But I'm, you know, I'm looking down the road. It, it, that's that's where they're going, absolutely. And and for them to say, oh yeah, you know, the terrorists use Bitcoin. Uh, the, listen, everything was always done through the banks. The banks have been just um, slaughtered with penalties. Uh, yeah, looking at you, Deutsche Bank, um, because of money laundering. And they're worried about Bitcoin, man. Yeah, moving forward, it's gonna it's gonna be interesting to see. But uh, yeah, they they hate cash. Um, they want to track everything. Um, they may not know, well. They know your name at least. Bitcoin. You, you have a your own wallet address. You can sort of hide behind, I guess. Um, but yeah, that that's where we're at right now. Hmm. What other what other topics do you want to hit? What else is on your mind? Um, yeah, so, whew. Um, just to expand upon, you know, Michael Saylor and what that means was, dear God, to take Bitcoin turns everything on its head. Everything we grew up that we thought we understood is turned on its head, and so. Um, I remember, I don't know, this from the IMF. They put out a video last year and they got yeah, this, this uh, cheery young lady saying, oh, yeah, you, you went down to the store this year and bought a chair. It was $100. You went back this year. It's $110. That's inflation. I, I, I mean, that's inflation. They, they, like, they normalize it. They normalize it as, as if inflation is like, yeah, that's just part of life. That is part and parcel of what you do in life, okay? For 50 years, you know, we were taken off the gold standard. And, you know, we had, we had um, you know, Ben and Colin on our show. And that's great, because I think you've done one, right? The 1971 guys. Yeah. What the fuck happened? 1971. And yeah, 
And that's my fir- my first question to them was, well, the Nixon really have a choice to take us off the gold standard, because at the time, other countries are tied in through Bretton Woods, the dollar being the dollar being just the, um, you know, the standard of the world, the, the world economy it was tied to it. Um, other c- countries were smart enough to figure out, I'll just start printing more money. We're tied to the dollar. We're good. But Bitcoin turns it on its head. And here's what I mean. It's a deflationary, deflationary asset. Prices come down in terms of Bitcoin. We are not mentally prepared, I think, to process that idea. You know, and that's why Jeff Booth is always a fantastic guest that can can get to the heart of that matter. But now when you see Sailor, it goes out and yes, it's a speculative attack on the dollar. You're damn right it is. Are you kidding me? You're gonna you're gonna print this. You're going to print this money? I'm your Huckleberry. I'll, I'll, how much? Because I've got an asset class, and Michael Saylor's mine, and he's right. I've got an asset class that's going up 200% a year over 12 years. That's a pretty solid foundation. Are you going to give me a loan at 75 basis points, zero basis points? You know, Joe Pesci, uh, Joe Pesci would say, ah, get the fuck out of here, that kind of thing. Are you kidding? It's a no-brainer. So Bitcoin turns the entire financial industry on its head. How close have you got to explaining this well enough to to friends and family? I I quit a while ago, to be honest with you. Um, Their eyes glaze over quite a bit. Um, I guess I'm sort of the conspiracy theorist. Well, now they start, you know sniffing around the table for the crumbs that have fallen off wait you wait bitcoin didn't you talk about that three years ago uh yeah i did yeah i did um if if you're interested uh here's a few links (laughs) i mean unless i can see there's like genuine um i don't know interest and don't get me wrong number go up technology brought me here but man i went down the rabbit hole i'm looking for the people that will go down that rabbit hole and learn about it to see what it means to society as well, how it will change the world. Okay. So yes. Uh, yeah. I came from number go up. I, I, I have, once I stay for the tech, but I, I, I listen, I I'd rather, I'd rather be hanging out with my Bitcoin friends on Twitter, memeing and shit posting than, than trying to talk to people. And if that makes me evil, okay, I'm evil. Whatever, I'll, I'll 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 dash them a few satoshis later in life. Sorry, it's such a it's such a common story with, with people. Like when when and it happened with me as well. Once you first see it, and you first experience that that aha moment, that that clarity of thinking, and you can see yeah. way further into the future than you've ever been able to see before, yeah. without anxiety. Yeah. And with hope that you yeah. just want to tell everybody around you and you go over the top because why wouldn't you? Like you, you want, you, you want to yeah. shake people. You want to wake them up. You want to yeah. help them. You want them to see yeah. what you've seen. And yeah. it's really exhausting and it can do damage in, yeah. in, in some yeah. cases. Uh, it, it's true because yes, you don't want to bring it up. Um, for some in your family, they thought you know, they think 
you know, in ours, this is the next Amway. This is the next pyramid scheme or whatever. Um, say, just quit talking, um, which I do. And look, and the, one of my favorite memes or narratives is you get Bitcoin when you deserve to get Bitcoin. It's absolutely true. Absolutely true. And I love the fact, you know what, who the first people were? I mean, your geeks, your nerds, uh, the guys that were smart, developed this shit, um, send it around to each other, um, have a good time. Then you get your other degenerates. <laughs> you get your speculative people, all of this. And I, I'm trying to think who I listened to and talk about, you know, the best things come from the fringe. Um, when, you, when you went from VHS to this, everything went from either drugs, you could buy drugs with it, drugs or porn. If something is being used to buy drugs or porn, you know that's the next great thing in life. That is literally the next great thing in life. Um, so I love the fact, um, because I was talking to a friend today, says, and she says, well, what, what do you think about the distribution? Is that fair? I said, fair? Dear God, I, I was, I, when I was born, um, all the land around me was already bought. You know what? All this <laughs> right. is already in place. What do you mean? What, what, what the hell is fair? I said, I'd, I, I would, I said, I posit to you, Bitcoin is the most fair launch of anything in the history of the world. If you have intelligence and have access to the internet, which most people do, you've got an opportunity to buy it. So I'm not going to feel sorry for anyone that can't buy Bitcoin because look, man, it's out there. It's been out there for years. Um, do what you will. Yeah, it's so true. And uh, none of us here are lucky. That That's another thing, right? Yep. It's, uh... Yeah, you're so lucky. Yeah. So lucky. <laughs> let, let me let me calculate the amount of hours of podcasts and books yeah. and articles and, and whatever else that uh, have gone into forming my knowledge yep. and opinion over this as, as yours has, right? Uh, yeah, th there's no I, luck I, there. Yeah. I, I sent out a tweet once and I said, uh, and what do they say? You need 10,000 hours of something to be an expert mm -hmm. and probably have 10,000 hours of reading reading and listening, you know, books, podcasts, whatever. Um, and I said, listen, I'll save you money. I'm not going to charge you. I would never do that because I respect Bitcoin too much. Everything I learned comes down to basically 10 letters by Bitcoin. That's it. <laughs> everything I've read, everything I've learned, look, buy Bitcoin. You know, that's it. Just, just buy some, hold it. You know, over across the um, the world, what, um, what, seven point five billion, almost eight billion, twenty divided, you know, into twenty one million. You're looking at uh, 0.027 Bitcoin. Well, will let you have as much as anyone else. 0.027. Crazy. Not much money. It's not much of an investment. So we'll see moving forward. Um, but yeah. It, the, this next year, man, we're, it, it's, it's going to go crazy. But and this is this is uh, I want to bring up the reverse to that meme um, because I thought about yeah. this the other day. The reverse to the meme is uh, you know you buy Bitcoin at the price you deserve. I think the yeah. reverse works. You sell Bitcoin at the price you deserve. That's true too. And I, I you know, <laughs> yeah, no, I you, you, listen, you you sell. 
depending upon your your situation, I guess you sell when you feel like um, this is what I need in my life. This is what I think. Um, like for example, uh, and, and here's here's something interesting: how my mind has changed since I found Bitcoin. I used to be one of those. Do you know Dave Dave Ramsey? Um, yeah, finance guy. And, and yep. That conventional thinking absolutely resonated with me. And this is cool because I can dovetail back into simple living, I'll lower your expenses. But this is how stupid our financial system is now. Why in the hell would I ever pay off my mortgage that I, ha- I get at 2.75% knowing about Bitcoin now? I'd be an absolute lunatic to do this. 2.75% spread out over 30 years, the way we're printing money. Dear God, yeah, take advantage of your banks, people. If you got any type of equity in your house, man, spread that out over 30 years. I think you can trust the 12-year history of Bitcoin. Uh, (laughs) It's mind-blowing when you think of it in that way. It is. And to... to the other side of that meme, the one that got me thinking, were these morons like Keith McCulloch, who comes out and yeah. says, I'm selling all my Bitcoin. I'm like, yeah, well, that's yeah. the price you deserve. And, yep. uh, you know, Dave, I've Absolutely got, a, right. bit yep. more of a, I've got more of a soft yep. spot for Dave because Dave actually, yep. you know, he, he does truly care about people when he went into bat for Robin Hood, a Davey yep. Day trader. Um, yeah. But, you know, saying, right, I'm out, I'm out. Um, you know, this could all be an act and maybe you still got some. But then Taleb the other day, another yep. classic case yep. of, all right, okay, yep. fine. You're just selling this at a price you deserve because either, right. I don't believe he's lying. Yeah. Uh, I don't think yeah. he had a great deal either. And I think, you know, if you're going to come out and start shitposting around um, this community, for whatever reason, for clickbait, I don't know why, why it just stir yeah. up the hornet's nest. Yeah. But you yeah. just sold out at the price you deserve, man. And if that was 50 yep. grand or 55 yep. grand, we'll see 150. Yep. And you can uh, have your little dance party when we correct to 125 and, yep. you know, call us all idiots again. Yeah. Like, you know, so. That's an absolutely great, great point. And it's true, man. You sell, look, you buy when you deserve to, and you sell when you're dumb, pretty much. Because, <laughs> yeah. you know, this comes down well, to. Again, um, you know, you the the way you framed it to begin with. Yeah. Sure. Some people, if the, if you've got to get food on your table or a roof over your head, or you've got to change your yeah, life yeah. in some, you know, you're fine. But, yeah. but if you don't, just hold on yeah. and do the whole loan thing that we can see is coming down the pike. Right? It's yeah. gonna happen. Yep. You're gonna be able yep. to borrow against your Bitcoin. It's clear as day that's gonna happen. Yep. So yeah. don't sell. So, <laughs> Who's the guy? Do you know uh, Sir Rothbard? I think his name is something Sir Rothbard or Murray of Rothbard. Anyway, he's on Twitter and he's and it's, it's, and look, man, I'm as toxic as the rest of us. But he had a great point. This guy's like in the 70s now. He goes, listen, guys, I'm looking for advice on how do I draw down my Bitcoin? He had been stacking for years. But you get to a point, I mean, does the guy get beat the hell up because he finally wants to take profit in his 70s for the last year? No, man. Everyone's like, yeah, dude, take it, man. Because you can either sell your Bitcoin, um, lend it out, or take a loan against it. 
Um, and man, you had, I don't know, a thousand people in there trying to tell them. Uh, at the end of the day, yes, it's life-changing. It should be life-changing, but it, it, it should be uh, life-changing for your life. And no one should judge what someone is doing for their life, okay? Some people want to pay off their home, and that's fine. Something happens to me, home's paid off, or what? Some will say, you know what? I'll take that, I'll keep that loan, that loan at two or 3%, and I'm gonna let Bitcoin ride. But yeah, we, we shouldn't judge each other on that. Um, enjoy, enjoy Bitcoin for what it is as you need it. Yeah, for sure. All right, let's talk about memes. And uh, memes? Well, let, yeah. let's talk about, you feel, yeah. you feel aggrieved, puppy. Uh, I, I've seen <laughs> on some of your tweets where yeah. there, there might be a case of plagiarism in the space. And uh, I, yeah. I think I put out a meme to this effect the other day. Uh, pub, yeah. uh, sorry, um, Bitcoin Twitter memes. Bitcoin Twitter meme battles are real. And I did the distracted oh. boyfriend meme. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we had yeah, yeah. Um, the lady in the in the red dress was Pubby's dank memes. In the yep. middle, we had uh, Chair Force. And then yep. the, the jealous the jealous onlooker, um, the aggrieved yep. girlfriend was, of course, Greg Zage. Uh, so you know, I know you. I know you guys have got some great banter, and I love being part of that yeah. side group on Twitter. I hope I'm not, yeah. uh, you, you know, giving away too much. But no. seeing what you guys are doing, tearing strips off each other, uh, trying yeah. to contribute, and getting torn down very, very aggressively and quickly myself, uh, I think it's brilliant. Uh, what you know? How do you feel about the fact that you know, Greg? Labra, Chairforce, Ryan, yeah. MTC, uh, and many others are just stealing all your good work. Well, yeah, it's okay. You know why? And and I joke with them on this. You know what? The, the brilliant part is one thing. I can go back to the well and get more. They can't. All they can do is steal. <laughs> I'm, I create. They have to take. That's it. So I'm quite comfortable, and I've done this with them. And by the way, this last mean gate, um, when I, you know, I had the one with uh, convince me otherwise meme was that we're yeah. Bitcoin's always been in a bull run. Um, you know, it's a fantastic. I ended the discussion today because guess what? I put a link to the original Twitter post. They can't do that because my thank God for Twitter <laughs> because it's got a date on it. All they can do is is put a water stamp on my work. It's fine. Hey, it, it, look, man, you know, behind the scenes, we joke with each other. And I, I think it's fantastic that we um, to sort of egg each other on, man. You, you, you just, you have, uh, you, you become family, man. Like you and I, I think yeah, it's almost family. You come to Miami, we're going to hang out. Um, I, There's no almost about it, guy. We're, we're full yeah, of we're, Yes. Yeah, we're, we're um, we've been down in the doldrums of, $3,400 Bitcoin. We we came back up um, and we've always had the same beliefs and conviction. Uh, I'll tell you the one thing, what I what I love about um, memes, and this is something um, I just really started this year, like in, in August, was the yeah, way- I was going to ask you, I was going to ask yeah. you, when did you start memeing? Because I think yeah. you, were, you were lurking for just a long time. And the only reason I started yeah. taking attention of your account was- because of the you know the 
the funniest fuck memes that kept coming along my timeline. Uh, you know, I saw one or two and I started yeah. following you. And each time I would see one, I would literally laugh out loud. I'd be sitting there and my wife yeah. would look, well, are you on Bitcoin yeah. Twitter again? I'm like, yeah, <laughs> you got to see this. This is funny. Yeah. <laughs> so what, what made you... What made you start? I mean, that was obviously your contribution to the space. You know, you, you must have, I imagine you yeah. sitting in a pub, listening to podcasts, looking at Twitter and yep. trying to think, where do I fit in here? Yeah. Well, it's true. And then uh, you're absolutely right. And um, you're on Bitcoin Twitter. You, you want to respond to something, um, especially when you're going out, you're going out um, after guys like Peter Schiff and, and, and some of the haters. Uh, I remember going to Google and typing in Bitcoin memes or Bitcoin whatever. <laughs> and it was like one page of a uh, Bitcoin in a roller coaster going up and going down. And I said, what the hell is this, man? Absolutely. Wait, I want to do my own thing. But there's a common thread among Bitcoiners. Um, and when I'm talking about the common thread, I'm talking about me, um, when we, we talked to Guy Swan. And I said, hey, Guy, um, what made you start this audio stuff? Because I went out, I saw there was shit and wanted to do something about it. I love that. I love the, I love the people that come in just like you, not that you saw that there were shit podcasts, but he felt something in his heart and he wanted to do it. And that's the same with memes. I just said, you know what? I think I can do better. And that's, that's when I started. Funny. Like, it's funny you use that, that example, because I was sitting there thinking to myself, shit what can i do and oh you know what yeah if no one will listen to me because i was thinking how can i help more friends and family if no one will listen and have the conversation with me and every yeah. time i would send a link across to to friends family i knew they wouldn't read yeah. it i knew sometimes you see the tick on whatsapp right they like you know just yeah. days would go by where they've yeah. obviously seen something else comes in from prince you know oh fuck it. i'm not even gonna even check it so yep. I thought to myself, I even put out on Twitter, this is when I was still lurking. I put out on Twitter, I'm like, hey, Bitcoin, Twitter, Brainwave, uh, how about, uh, would anybody be interested in listening to uh, me or um, someone like me read aloud in audio style some of the books or some of the um, articles that are getting posted on Medium, whatever else. Funny enough, yeah. Breedlove came back. He's like, that sounds yeah. awesome. You should do it. You know, brilliant Breedlove. Yeah. We're like, holy shit, there's something here. Then about 100 other people yeah. come back, like, guys, one man, guys doing that. Like, you, you. yeah. <laughs> then, I, then I found Guy and I started listening. I'm like, well, that ship sailed. There's no way in the world I'm going to be able to do anything better than yeah. that. And that's when I decided, fuck it, I'll just do a podcast that I think I'd have more oh, on fuck. anyway. And, but, uh, first, so. but, but here's the thing, man, you paid it forward. So, for example, I, I was listening to your podcast, but you reached out in the middle of like, what, I don't know what, even what thread it was right now. I don't even know if I can even find it. But you just said, hey, when, when beer and Bitcoin. And now you know him as Labrahoddle. Labrahoddle set that up. Right. You know, that was the three of us. Yes. I, I was yes. That was Labrahoddle, dude. He set up that yeah. initial meeting because, and when people jumped in, they were jumping in down the line um, when it came to that thread of, yeah, beer and Bitcoin. Let's talk. Let's, because, man, and I realized, we, yeah, I think we touched a nerve here. That's what I told Andrew. like, hey, man, um, yeah, let, let's, go, let's go live with this. 
because there's so many people that just want to hang out, have a couple of drinks and talk Bitcoin. And this, and maybe this is a shout out also to the, um, you know, uh, Matt O'Dell and, and Marty Bent, you know, they, I, I think they do mm-hmm. a lot of that as, as well. It, it's pretty laid back and they're, yeah, we got them, I think, well, they're not scheduled yet, but they'll be on the show. Um, but I, I think it's such a cool way to do it. I mean, they, Matt O'Dell gets down in the in the weeds, man. He gets they, they can get technical. We're, we're just we're just a dumb show, man. We are the dumb show of of memes and fart jokes. That's us, you know. <laughs> and we and we have fun. And that was the great thing when Jeff Booth came on with us. His mom showed up in the chat, and this was what was so great about it. She goes, "This is the best podcast." my son has ever done this is the real jeff booth because he he's drinking like a pirate man he he was breaking out beers at 11 a.m baby we loved it <laughs> great it dude was a, great it dude. was a great show it was a great show it was awesome so memes i just want to carry on and uh yep. congratulate you for your your hitler one and it's <laughs> it's really funny it's really funny because i'd been thinking for months like yeah. The first time I ever saw that Hitler meme was um, somebody had dubbed it as if he was Arsene Wenger after a Tottenham game. I think, yeah. uh, you know, like five years ago, whatever. And I just like pissed myself. And that just came back into my conscience. And I'm like thinking, oh, that would be a great meme. Someone's got to do a meme about that. And, you know, what, yeah. what could the script be? And then a few days later, bam. You've done it and you've nailed it. And it was absolutely yeah. brilliant. So if anyone's um, not seen it, I in, implore yeah. you to go and see the, the Hitler meme. Yeah, it, it's it's rare that you get to go on a podcast and someone congratulates you on a Hitler meme. So thank you. Yeah, great job on Hitler stuff. To put it into context for those people that are like, yeah, what the fuck? these guys talking about but it's it's from it's a scene from downfall the movie which has been dubbed and memed a thousand different times across a thousand different sectors or whatever else i'd never seen it in the bitcoin space until you dropped it maybe there's one i don't want to take the work away from anyone else but it's basically you you cut that scene where the it's the final bunker scene where hitler's losing his shit because you know, yep. the allies are closing in on the bunker and it's so, pretty much, it's all over at that point. And you've turned it into this beautiful Bitcoin <laughs> meme. Uh, do you want to talk to the people about how you uh, put this together? Yeah, listen. So um, it, it was a scene that has done, like you said, it's a, a meme that has been, it has been done many different ways. Um, and usually it's in using sporting memes, like you say, your your football or American American football. I always love sort of the passion of it. Um, um, I always love it's great acting. The movie has great acting. The facial expressions are perfect. And listen, man, I've been sitting on this for like a year, trying because I, I knew I said <laughs> I want to use this clip. No, I, I've been trying to use it for a year, but. Here's the best part. The worst part is you're trying to come up with like, I need to come up with a dialogue that is entertaining and true. And I didn't want to cheapen. I didn't want to cheapen the meme. Okay. I didn't want to cheapen the video clip and just throw something out like half ass. So man, I waited for a while. It finally started coming together. 
um, when I saw the the German general pointing to the to the map for him, I had an idea like, wait, this could be like a chart from Plan B. This could be a chart, and uh, who's a good villain? Who's a good Who's a good Hitler? And of course, Peter Schiff comes to mind. Okay, it's all it all starts coming into place, <laughs> and it did, man. It hey it made you laugh, but it starts yeah. coming into place. Yet you had Peter Schiff. Um, his generals, he sends any, and like I said, anyone that has Bitcoin here, please leave the room. Um, and then he goes off on a rant. And uh, yeah, that's how it comes together. I, I, I find it fascinating because, you know, we, we talked to a lot of the Bitcoiners uh, with our group. And I'm curious because I don't know what makes a good memer. I know it makes a good meme, but I'm always fascinated by um, what what makes you uh, create that meme? I mean, some will get a template. They get a template and then they got to, they got to, they're already, if you get a template already, you're already screwed because you, now you got to fit your words into their narrative. So I always love the things like this video um, or the one I did with um, from Life is Beautiful. Um, I like sometimes getting things where um, I choose the video and then I choose the narrative to go into it. I think, it, I think it's just a fascinating process. Some work on their own. Uh, some are smart and they have their own narrative and they find a the video they want. Some just look for videos. Some look for images. Then they fit in what they want. It, it's such a creative place in, the, in, in Bitcoin right now, the meme world. I love it. And when you're making the movie ones, uh, so if anybody else wants to, you know, have a stab, you know, what, what kind of uh, app or whatever you, what, what are you using? Oh, yeah. Oh, listen. Well, that's the thing, man. Like you get someone like Artie BTC, shout out to him. Um, you, you know, Greg Zodge, these guys are, are good with videos. I do everything from my phone, man, because I just do, I do stuff in my spare time. Um, but yeah, you get a meme generator. Yeah, if you go, just go to the Play Store, meme generator video. It's the first basic one. So what I would say is I go to YouTube. I go to YouTube and um, I create a video clip. And I copy that. I put it into, there's a, there's a, a website called capwing.com. And then I can, I can pull out that video from capwing and bring that into the video editor and add the text. Yeah, I'm not smart enough yet. And that's a great part, man. I'm still learning this as I go. I haven't done I haven't done the faces or anything. Mine, I, I love the narrative part of it. I love love I love being able to put the narrative that matches the words and the actions. Because again, to me, a meme is about intelligence. Yeah, mate, I love it. All right. Shall we talk about the the news this week? Yeah. Of uh, Motley Fool deciding yeah, to put five million dollars into their uh, um onto the and and like the biggest what i love about this is the biggest dickhead on twitter yeah is that guy from motley fool that writes the mm -hmm. um the, the like the most shocking fud um we're probably giving him too much airtime but you know what, what did you feel about that when, when when you saw that announcement because uh you know i, I don't mind telling you I, it pissed me off <laughs> no i i I literally, I remember this one because I responded with, wait, $5 million? <laughs> what is this, a, a, an ant buy? 
What the fuck is $5 million <laughs> to you? What is $5 million? Because, you know, oh, I remember it now. I remember. Because they said, um, they said, I think it was big news in all caps, all capital letters. Hey, big news at Motley, at Motley Fool. I'm thinking $5 million, absolutely nothing. They're going to do what they're going to do. Um, yeah. I, like I say, I hit that point where I'm, I'm more focused on on Bitcoin, shit posting, hanging out with great people like you. That I, I, there's no hope. There's no hope for these people. This is like you know Peter Schiff today. Is it, still he literally posted a 10 percent drawback on Bitcoin, and now it's going to zero. This is what he posted out, and I, and I'm laughing. <laughs> Oh yeah, sorry. Peter. It blocked yeah, him so long ago. Oh, I know, but I'm laughing because yeah, Bitcoin's only up 447 percent right now. Uh, thanks for telling us about. We used to be at 457 percent gains. I, I I don't understand where it comes from, man. Um, the, I, the hate or just and I well yeah. If I get banned, I told my friends if, if I get banned, you know, it's because I I called him intellectually dishonest. Or basically a charlatan. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't get. Um, I don't get the hate. I really don't. I. I am the same as you, and I gave up look, looking for counter narratives about yeah. a year ago because I just ran out. I ran out of. Yeah. Done. It's like you know who, and I. I came from. I came from the school of real vision. Um, you know, to 2014. Oh. Uh, I, I yeah. knew Grant, uh, the co-founder. Uh, I didn't yeah. know Raul. Um, I still yeah. I don't know Raul. He's been on the show. Yeah, but I don't know. I know him. He, he he blocked me. By the way, you knew that. And on Christmas Eve, that's my Christmas present. Re- blocked you? Oh yeah, you didn't hear the story? No. Oh, listen. Oh, you love this one. Um, I've had a, a lot of good interaction with Ra- Raul over the last year. Um, you know, just. Um, there was one like he was so angry that people would say have fun saying poor. And so mm-hmm. I turned him into the I turned him into the Hulk. And I said, You won't like me when I'm angry if you say you have fun saying poor. I mean, all this stuff. And I don't know what I I, I tweeted something. I, I apparently it sent him over the edge. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I got I told him to the point and listen, I'm gonna make this into a t-shirt. Um, he goes. Just remember, I have more Bitcoin than you. And he sent that on Twitter, Christmas Eve. I trolled Ryo Paul to tell me he has more Bitcoin than me. I wear that as a um, legendary stamp. Wow. So, <laughs> so what I was going to say is, okay. I, you know, I, I, I respected all of the the guys that I would, you know, I'd learn a lot about macroeconomics. Yeah. And I yeah. respected, and it was Real Vision Love that introduced me to um, to Bitcoin yeah. because they had Turon and, and Trace and um, 1SS and uh, among many others in the early days, like the early, early days when it was just like this interview some Bitcoin people. And that sent me down the rabbit hole and, you know, forever thankful. And now when... Like you, you heard Mike Green's uh, debate, for want of a better word, with with Nick Carter. Um, yeah. Whose show was that? 
Sorry, guys. Was it Peter McCormack's? It, I don't know if it's Peter McCormack's, no. but I, I do. Re- I've seen so many outtakes of the show. It was Grant's. It was Grant Williams. It was Grant's yeah. um, The End Game. So he had Mike, uh, Mike Green on um, with, with Nick. And then I listened to another one, Ben Hunt with Alex Gladstein. And I was thinking, these guys I used to idolize watching on Real Vision. Yeah. I don't know. Are they missing it purposely? And like, you know, like I I can't get it. And Schiff was another one I had to block like a year and a half ago because you could learn a lot about from him about the gold market. Of course, he has a place. And just stick to that. Like you don't come attacking something. It doesn't make sense. I, I I can sum up Peter Schiff in one tweet. Gold is still eighteen hundred dollars. There you go. From two, here you go. Your shit has has been level, and by level I mean it's been a deadline for twelve years. Well, and, that's apparently that's apparently what you need for a good currency is a low volatility. Oh my god! <laughs> but you're right. Yeah, but but that's just it, man. When you think about like these people that you say, and and it's, it's a true story, man. Slay your heroes. The people you think are one way, no, they don't get it. And I think it's fantastic that everyone I meet here from you, um, from the different plebs, shout out to you, Preston Fish on that, plebs. Plebs. I love, I, I, listen, I, you, you got to be wary in Bitcoin of just accepting any kind of dogma. Listen, there's old people that are smart, old guys that you trust. I get it. But listen, there's more intelligence coming into the space every day that you can learn from. And you got to you got to have a discerning eye about it. So if you're sticking with plebe, what yeah, about the word what about the word measure? Measure? It's always yeah. measure. Oh. <sighs> Preston Pish uh, can um, paint over a lot of sins. <laughs> with his <laughs> contribution <laughs> to the Bitcoin space. <laughs> so, yeah, you, yeah, hey, you want to hear backstories on stuff, man? Yeah. When you talk, when you talk about like me and Andrews and, and, and finding people, I'll, man, I'll, I'll go out on a limb on some of the early guys that jumped in, besides you, of course. You're like literally the first. Um, Gigi, uh, Heidel or not. Um, these guys, without fail, um, anytime we, if we asked them, they were in there. So even American Hoddle, and I told this today, man, Hoddle was one of the first guys that said, well, that we knew each other online from Twitter because, yeah, I'll, I'll come on your little shitty bar, your little podcast. That's fine. <laughs> no, it, so it's cool to listen. And I love it, man. Uh, BTC Sessions, um, all these people I love. But yeah, what? And because Andrews and I were joking about, well, I mean, who do you want? Who do you want the most? And Andrews would say, uh, Jeff Booth is is my unicorn, Jeff Booth. And uh, I said, yeah, he's good. I said, Preston Pish is mine, man. It took us a while, but we literally had Preston Pish crash a show with Pierre Richard. And I said, Andrews, my night is over. I'm done. <laughs> but Where these guys. 
but but what was brilliant about it is that's how early we are. This is a, an illustration of how early we are into Bitcoin, because these are the guys. You will be the guy that future generations are going to say. Not only did you get lucky, you had you had a podcast before Bitcoin was ten million dollars. You were talking about Bitcoin at three thousand dollars. You're going to be one of those guys, man. So I hope you're prepared for it. I'm not. Uh, I, I am prepared to help as many people as possible like yourself down the rabbit hole. And I love the fact that they're just screaming down the rabbit hole right now. Like uh, the, 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 yeah. the speed of sound or just, you know, yeah. it's, it's just like, boom. Like, what's this hole in the ground? Yeah. Shit, here's the bottom. Like, I ain't going back. <laughs> That's how quick it's happening. And it's it's crazy. But you 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 just said, you know, boom, yep. my night is over. But, uh, we've got uh, Preston crashing uh, a Pierre Rochard yeah. show. This is this is it. Whereas really, yeah. we all know we actually saw we got to witness the one show where yeah. your night truly was all over when you got <laughs> hammered talking yeah. with Breedlove and true. falling off true the story. stall. And yeah. <laughs> true story, man. Look. Again, what happened? Like- what what's Pubby's side? Because you've taken so much slack and so much banter. I've I have yeah. contributed to the banter myself. Um, yeah. But what was going on, man? What what, what was it? The tracks, hey. or did did you have hey. a, an adverse like uh, this is, reaction this is to lesson- some cough syrup? Uh, what yeah, was no. it? Like, you know. This is a great. On, lesson can, for Lauren. Come on, excuses, excuses. Uh, uh, no, no excuses. Um, so that day, yes, I, I'm geeked up to meet fucking Robert Breedlove in a chat, um, had a going away party for coworkers. So I think it was like 1 or 2 p.m. Eastern time where I lived, went out. And man, we just started talking. Let's be truthful. Let's be truthful. How painful was that pain? Was that a painful going away party? Knowing, knowing that you had that afternoon, that evening, you're going to be speaking to Breedlove about Bitcoin. You're probably I, talking to your colleagues about just shit. <laughs> yeah, they, they, they had, yeah, they got no clue. They got no clue. Like, yeah, I get to talk to this guy, Robert Breedlove. No, so yeah, we're, we're kicking them back, you know, throwing the beers back, having a good time. Um, so yeah, then it hit me. So we're having a good time. But I usually go to bed on the East Coast. I'm usually in bed by 9 p- I sleep 9 p.m. to 4 a.m. I like to get up early. So as that thing got later in, at the night, yeah, puppy was over. Um, yeah, too much beer. Let that be a lesson. Don't get hammered before a podcast. <laughs> I like to drink during no. mine, but uh, yeah. it was I, I, people I, yeah. for people listening. You got to go back and find it on YouTube. It's so fucking oh. funny. It's so great. And this was this was the first time Breedlove. Um, had cut his hair right so like that the ponytail yep. had gone and you yep. guys like uh were all giddy to to be like the first to showcase the, 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 this is how this is how gay the space is right we're gonna be the first to showcase breed loves new do, do, do you think we knew <laughs> you think we knew we had no idea that he changed his head he just shows up and like who the fuck is this guy goes, yeah hey it's me robert i had no we had no idea man I said okay, so I guess we're we're going live. Um, it, did he ever? Um, <laughs> because, 
he was the consummate professional. Uh, you're flagging on the camera and, uh, you know, uh, yeah. around and then just gone. And Anders, you know, watching Anders, it was so fun. Have you watched it back? Oh, I've watched it back a few times. <laughs> Not my <laughs> proudest moment. <laughs> this isn't this isn't our grandparents world war ii is it no <laughs> <laughs> or not, not not my finest moment but hey you know what you embrace it and fuck you move forward a lesson learned I had a good time and yeah guess what i turn i tweet it all the time i'll turn it into a meme as well man if you can't make fun of yourself <laughs> you don't have much of um a life left in you <laughs> you got to make fun of yourself you make totally bad choices you, but i own them i own them it was a bad choice <laughs> it was a bad choice I, I, in retrospect but hey i had fun god damn i had fun we all did man watching it, it was awesome loved it so well done well done for <laughs> for the show and well done for getting people on um I'm trying to think of like, where else can we take this? What are you going to be doing for, you know, a conference when the conference comes around? Um, yeah. Because for those that are listening that don't know, um, Miami is going pretty mainstream with uh, this Bitcoin yeah. push. Unfortunately, the, the, the word crypto, I think, is still being thrown around. Um, but the, the, the mayor is uh, Suarez. Is that correct? Have I, have I got the name right? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean... Look, I, I'm totally doxed anyway, but I'm in Tampa. Uh, Miami is about five hours away. I'm on the west side. Um, Miami's on the southeast side. Yeah, the mayor, the mayor actually gets it, man. He gets it and is looking to put their balance sheet into Bitcoin. And he's smart for doing so, obviously. So yeah, that it. Uh, if, well, look, and, and and here's the hard part, man. And I want your opinion on this too. Mm -hmm. um how do you put out how do you put out bitcoin um vibes when you can also have shit coins and here's what i mean um the 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 vinkovi as we call them they go down there and talk to them so th they they can spread bitcoin to him but they also they also get money off of shit coins so those are the things i i think about often like man who how do I support some of these people? Do you have yeah. thoughts on that? I do. And I wondered, I, and I wondered, is this going to, so there's a few things I want to talk to you about. Like one, is, is this, yeah. first of all, is it, is it a crypto hub in air quotes or is it no. Bitcoin hub? I, th Bitcoin, I think it's Bitcoin hub. And I'll tell you right. what, and that, listen, this, this shows me how, desperate um you know you have bcash and bsv when they're literally posting well you know elon musk never really said vtc did he oh my god you get you get those posts yeah that's how desperate they are um but truly moving forward yeah look the the lady from wyoming great to have a center on board we'll see what mm -hmm. happens out of it but um, they're all about BTC Bitcoin, just so no one can tell me later, oh, they meant Bcash. No, they don't mean Bcash. No, they don't mean <laughs> they don't mean BSV. So now the game theory in, in the US, just inside the US, is going to heat up. 
what do you what do you think is going to happen? Because we've got obviously, um, yeah, the, the senator um, Cynthia Lummis in in Wyoming. Yep. Yeah. Now your mayor in uh, in Miami, both have said yep. separately they're going to be placing Bitcoin on the balance sheet. Yeah. This is clearly going to attract Bitcoin companies. This is clearly going to attract Bitcoiners, people that want to go and live in yep. jurisdictions where that are Bitcoin friendly. And you're going to be able to build your your company if you if you so wish, or just live off your Bitcoin if you so wish. Texas so, is already very Bitcoin friendly, right? A lot of the companies are there. Te- a lot of Bitcoiners hey, are there. Wyoming, Texas, and Florida, baby. Those are the three states you want to live in. Um, for now, the meme I would, the, yeah, the meme I would. Well, for now, I I know they're Bitcoin friendly. Um, the meme I would use for this. Um, do you ever you ever watch um, Key and Peel? Have you seen their skits? No. Key and Peel. Oh no. K E Y and Peel is P E E L E. I'll send you some. Absolutely brilliant. Um, there's one they do of the guy at the counter as you're waiting to board your flight, and he goes, "Okay, uh, zone platinum." Zone gold, zone silver, um, preferred friends. And while he's doing this, the other guys out there think he says he has zone one on his card. He's got zone one there. And <laughs> this guy has like 5,000 zones before him. <laughs> and it's absolutely brilliant the way he does it. it no, I'll send it to you, man. And at the time, everyone's boarded. And that guy in zone one is still the only one left out there. And he's sitting there drinking a coffee, lo- looking around. This is what I feel Bitcoiners are like right now. We're sitting around. The game is over. And we're, just, we're just fucking around with people drinking this coffee. I'll send you this. It, it, it is so good. But that's where we are. This is where Bitcoiners are right now, man. Mm-hmm. We're just sipping coffee because we know the end game. The end game is already here. And we get to watch, we get to watch as all of these corporations, all these elitist people have to come in and bend the knee. Is there anywhere else in the world you'd rather be right now than to watch <laughs> Jamie Dimon, Warren Buffett, to watch him come in and bend the knee? I don't think so. Bitcoin Twitter for the next year or two is where it's at. Yeah, for sure. And uh, I, I- if you think about like the opposite to that, and I put a meme out the um, like just this last week, the uh, the poor kid at the end of the bas- basketball game where he's got yep. his hand out and like the whole team are just walking past, yep. like, totally ignoring him. That's been yep. Bitcoin. That's that's been your Bitcoiner for the last three years, right? Yeah, you you left hanging in yep. any social interaction. In any yeah. kind of like any time you want to try and speak to someone about it and educate, you're that you're that poor kid just getting left <laughs> hung out to right. try. Yeah. And it's it's man, it's uh you know a, a strange, strange place to be. It really is. Uh here we are. And and think about that. Um from December, man, a 2.5 X at a minimum. Dear God. 
Keep so up. what are you calling for December? Come on, if you if you're ready to throw out yeah. price price predictions, yeah, I'll, we always love. Hey, those. that's what. Hey, that's what we. Hey, that's what we do on our show, man. We don't we don't care. Um, yeah. So, fuck. Um, a hundred thousand by summer. Um, the real FOMO starts in. Uh, I'm, I'm I would say five hundred thousand by December. Yep, I'll, I'll go above and beyond. I'll go above and beyond um, even Plan B's call. So what do you think? of? Yeah, that's a good question, though. What do you think about Plan B, man? Because he gets some pushback on models or game theory. At the end of the day, what he, he put out a theory or a model at the bottom of the market, by the way. He put it out when there's only 5,000. Fuck, I never thought it was something that, that, that screamed to me, listened to me, or, or die. Um, the guy put out a free model, but gets a lot of pushback. I think it's just something interesting for the community. So, what, what are your thoughts on Plan B? And I, the model? you know, I, I as you know, I worked in financial markets for for a long time. I never um, prescribed to technical analysis or chartists. Uh, I, I do think his his work uh, is unbelievable so far it is just like uh, incredible that it is played out so so close to it um but i also at the, you know i i'm just i'm in this weird position where it's like fun to look at but it has no bearing over my thoughts about like the price of bitcoin or like where hey, it's hey. going to go because it's going to go where no, it wants no. to go <laughs> it just hey no 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 man don't take that cop out you can't take a cop out here what? you got how is that copping you... out i'm telling you the truth the... i've never the... looked at charts and believed a chart yep. like you know the... there's, there's... Oh, got it but it's interesting isn't it a yes. guy that comes in yes at... it's completely interesting but you, that... should ha- you should have an opinion because he yeah. started it at five thousand dollar bitcoin when everyone said, I mean, we're talking like hyperwave tone base level. Hyperwave is going to five to 1,000. This guy comes out of nowhere. And I don't know if the chart is, is good or not. I think it, I always thought it was interesting. And the more it goes along, I'm like ride or die. Yeah, fuck, let's go, baby. Let's go. So yeah, what the, do you think? The, well, the interesting thing is I cannot critique it because I don't understand that level of math. My brain doesn't work in yeah. in that yeah. kind of way. Does yours? Can like you? Can you unpick the math and critique it like the way some other guys can on on Twitter? Oh, or? listen, listen. Yeah, uh, look. There's a lot of different colors on there that go up, so <laughs> I know it's good. I broke it down. The colors go up. The colors always go up. <laughs> so, so we're on the same page. Yeah. So you know, no, but my, my point no, is, listen, it's not about the colors that, it, but my point is this, the hate, I don't get the hate. I don't understand because the guy offered up something for free. It, yeah. It doesn't have to be right. I don't understand the hate for it. No. Um, I, I guess like anything, that you put out there for free, you've got to be ready for criticism and pushback. And yeah. if somebody yeah. can can understand that math and can go through it and can look at it and disprove it, that's fine. Or if they can apply their yeah. own mathematical model to it and then disprove, yeah. disprove it, that's fine. Don't. 
yeah. have the have the conversation, have the critique, yeah. and um, you know, uh, f- feel free to do that. Uh, I can't. I, I can't sit down there and tell you what you know the standard deviation to the you know. And I've sat in, I've sat through many discussions with um, with Safe on on his courses, and we Plan B's been on, and I've listened to all of the conversations, and a lot of it just does sail over the old noggin. But there, there is yeah. this this argument that um, that you know this is the first time we've ever had a constant in in economics the, the constant being yep. the 21 million and then yep. you can compare okay so if you've got a constant now you can you know um apply some kind of uh, mathematical or physics uh to it which is a new paradigm completely this is a new a totally yep. new form of economic modeling and economic you know th- this is yep. a totally new paradigm if we have this which we do but the, and we know that it, it, so and that's it, but I'm gonna do like I'm gonna do like Anders. Um, mm-hmm. I'll let you have it. Anders always says to me, "Oh, puppy, um, I'm gonna give you the next word, but I gotta say something first. Okay, so <laughs> yeah, that, that's his style. But you, but that isn't that the entire paradigm here. It, what's interesting is, for the first time, we have something based upon literal mathematics, a programmable a programmable money that is. Um, so disjointed or separated from what we grew up with in terms of inflation. So yeah, maybe this is the normal way. The, you know, people are saying this is impossible. This the stock to flow model is impossible. You can't do this. Well, guess what? Maybe you can do this. Maybe the fact that Bitcoin is based on mathematics, you can actually have technical analysis for it no one's ever no, no one's ever to me in my mind no one's ever talked about that guess what it's math maybe it's fucking true we got to get used to it sorry about swearing you, but, you, yeah go ahead you, you, yeah. but you you know this and this brings me back to one of my favorite memes in this in 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 bitcoin is again the yeah. distracted girlfriend and you've got the yeah. lady in red she's walking past it's the s2f model and then you've got yeah the interested boyfriend in in the middle yeah. as safe, yeah, uh, you know, safe Dina moves, yep. and then you've got the uh, the slighted girlfriend, you know, like what the fuck as praxeology, yep. and it's yeah. just so so great that, yeah, yes, like I know exactly what you've just said. We've got this constant, and you know, uh, math is truth, and and whatever else, but you like human action you cannot chart that you you just can't you can't okay so at some stage it's got to and i'm a big believer it's going to break to the upside a big believer and listening to sailor's interview the other day um you know all your models are destroyed this is the kind of thing he's talking about this is exact thing he's talking about excuse me because when when you get the corporations coming in I mean, how many are getting ready to announce, right? You think oh. about Q1 earnings. Q1 it's, earnings, is, that, that is getting, March is going to be so great. That, forget March madness, right? It is going to yeah. be March craziness and, you know, complete lunacy. 
But then that's just going to fuel the next quarterly earnings and then the next quarterly earnings. So getting to 500K by Christmas, yeah, sign me up. I can see that happening. And then we are completely busting the model to the, to the top side because yep. of human action, because of mm. these companies and these CEOs and these CFOs taking the initiative or just a, a high net worth individual, like some random yeah. billionaire no one's ever heard of just yeah. throws in everything. Well, the, I'm, we're at the point now, and this is the brilliant part of it. They have no choice. And mm-hmm. I, I brought it up earlier. Um, every CEO now um, can report to his board. Um, listen, I had to buy Bitcoin because Elon Musk bought Bitcoin. Mm-hmm. This is what we're going forward to. They, they, have, they have an out. They have an excuse. And there's no bigger cowards in the world than anyone that is on the board spending money. And this is what they're stuck with. They have to buy. There's nowhere else to go. Um, and I'll tell you, and I don't know if you talked to him. And this is a guy, man, I, I love and follow. And he's gonna he's gonna actually hang out with us on March 1st. Uh Greg Foss, the Canadian. Right. Do, you, do you know him, Craig? I, I Greg? know the account. Yes, I've I've never had him on the show. Yep. But I'll tell you what, um, look up the show with him, and he was on uh with Marty Bent. And Tales from the Crypt, that show, um, because he's got his own way to evaluate Bitcoin, is fascinating because he goes into the total credit um, default swaps. He goes into um, all. Listen, you know me, man. I'm not smart. I just like to have a beer. But I, I get so passionate about Bitcoin. I read about this stuff. And he's absolutely spot on. You're, I mean, we laugh. We laugh at. Uh, well, not laugh. I laugh. At, we're talking about. Ten trillion dollars in gold, and Bitcoin's is digital gold. No one realizes, man. We have not only this is a hundred trillion dollars in bond market debt. Okay, negative yielding bonds that are, that Bitcoin will eat up before it even goes to gold. So there's um, the future <laughs> is absolutely bright um, for Bitcoin. Uh, when you when you look at all the debt out there on the sheets, it's game over, absolutely game over, man. So it breaks to the upside. Yes, it's done. This is the year, man. It's over. This is the. I year. mean, the model, like the model, we, we the like. Um, the, yeah, the mo- the model's broken. This year, the model is broken. Yes, it's done. That's the that's the scary part. It's this year. <laughs> I know people are waiting for, look, everything is, after every halving, of course, the supply is cut in half. We're three years from the next one. We haven't, we haven't felt the effects of the next one yet. And we're only three years from the next, trust me, man, this stuff is coming down the pipe. The pipe is getting smaller, okay? And everything they're trying to shove down the pipe is getting exponentially bigger. Think about that for a minute, man. I'm I'm on board. This is uh, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm of the same mindset, and yeah, yeah. I can't put a figure on it. I know it's going to be higher than than what any model has 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 shown before. 
Um, yeah. We, we are so pre, uh, uh, pre, prepositioned, uh, predisposed to seeing um, a dollar for a dollar. Okay. So a dollar meant something for you or a pound or, you know, a pound or you're a kid. Um, that pound meant something for you when you were 10. Okay. When you were 11, you were 12 or a euro. Um, the, the dollar has been printed. The pound, everyone, the central banks have printed this stuff into infinity. That money makes no sense anymore. So when you see a $50,000 Bitcoin, don't even look at it like $50,000. Don't look at it as the, 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 fiat, the fiat terms of Bitcoin, um, honestly, aren't legitimate. They're not fair. There's only Bitcoin right now, man, because it's going to take every asset class and bring it down into that black hole. It's, it's funny you bring that up because, you know, that sticker price is such a sticking point for people. And this yeah. morning I was on a Zoom call yep. with uh, um, the parents and families from the online school that my kids are on. They asked me to come on and, uh, and do a talk about Bitcoin. And it's been well received and they've already asked me to go back again because people, you know, the level of interest now is just crazily high. So it was a completely yep. mixed audience, um, you know, as young as eight and as old as parents. Yep. Probably 15 to 20 people on the call. And this is where Matt and Marty have done a great job of the narrative yep. of make sats the standard. So I was explaining yeah. to them, like, don't, don't think about, you know, a Bitcoin, because that's out of reach, especially to the kids, right? There's no way. But also yep. to the parents, like $55,000. Nope. You know, you tell a kid, you say, look, $1 can buy you 2,000 Satoshis. Oh, yep. right. That yeah. sounds interesting. One for 2,000. And this is how I think you're going to start onboarding the noobs, because I was... Talking, uh, we were on a family walk on Sunday and I'm getting more and more questions about it now. And it's trying to take away the shock of the sticker price and trying to make sats the standard. And I think for anybody listening that is trying to talk to, to friends and family, uh, try and try and push that narrative. Uh, because when, when yeah. they go to these places and they see Bitcoin Cash or Bitcoin Satoshi Vision or, or whatever else, they can get that for a few bucks or xrp yeah. which you i think they give away right uh you know, yeah. <laughs> then um it's just tempting so to make that the standard you know huge hats off to uh or caps off huge caps off to to matt odell and uh, and marty for for pushing that narrative and um yeah let's not bother with the bits argument do you remember that yeah, one? no no <laughs> yeah 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 well but he, here's the hard part on that is because you know adam back um, man, yeah, my, my two favorite follows in life right now were Adam Beck and Nick Zabo. And one, right? I so I mean, you talk about this. Oh, don't worry, Nick, Nick, Nick will block you pretty soon. It's okay. So, no, 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 yeah. no, but my point is this, man. Yeah, uh, bids are set, but you're right, man. The unit bias is real. Um, it's something I haven't figured out. I mean, I have no clue how you get around that in the community. Um, but yeah, everyone's going to come into Bitcoin, much like I did. 
the first thing I started off with was, yeah, 25% into Litecoin. Something's got to hit. Um, Bitcoin's too far away from me. I'll just buy this other shit coin and maybe, and maybe it'll take over. It'll flip in Bitcoin. Look, man, you and I, we've been here long enough to know that won't happen. But that's the world we live in. So I gotta I gotta respect that. But yeah, unit bias is real. Um, yeah, how do you get around it? But think about that, man. When you get to um I, I there's a there's a um there's a Twitter account that's pretty cool uh, that does the the dollar per set parody thing, how much it costs. And I'm looking back in March, man, and for a dollar you could buy, damn, it was over ten thousand sets. 10,000 Satoshi for a dollar. We're down to 1,700. And yeah. I and I, re, I retweeted it to say, when we hit 100, you got a million dollar Bitcoin. Mm-hmm. Think about that for a minute. Mm-hmm. And that's where we're heading. It's not, it's never, tra- it's never turning back up, is it? It's not going <laughs> back up. <laughs> no. And when you get comfortable with the idea that at some stage over the next five to 10 years, even sooner yeah. maybe depending on how bullish you want to get and how much red wine you've had we will see a yeah. million dollar bitcoin and that lowers oh, your it, time preference uh, just so it, it that's a no-brainer because it's math it is simple math and that's and that's, yeah, i'll tell you what man this is the greatest point ever this just shows you how disengaged we are from monetary policy is that we think this is impossible. People think that Bitcoin at a million dollars is impossible when they should be realizing you've been lied to for 50 years about what the value of money is. You see, we, we, it's been turned on its head. What we're looking at now, Bitcoin is the most honest thing in the world. Bitcoin doesn't lie, man. It doesn't lie. It tells you where you are in life. It tells you what the value of things are. So what, what are you thinking, Pubby? What, when do you, what, when, when do you think you might be able to, you know, change your life to, to the way that you purposely want to change it? And do you buy into the, the whole Citadel thing, or you know, is um, is your fiat is your fiat world still cool with you? That this is something yeah. that you just want to carry on doing. What what are your what are your future thoughts? No, so you know, we talked earlier. You know, I have a job where I get I get to help out uh, fellow humans. So I think that's pretty interesting and cool. And I get to use look, I get to see these countries uh, where I where I see um, real use case scenarios for Bitcoin. So man, I love what I do. Um, yeah, I don't. Man, I feel bad that I'm not one of those guys that hates their job and can't wait for Bitcoin to moon. Um, no, I love my job but I'll use a lot of proceeds to buy Bitcoin uh, and, and move forward in life. Um, what is he going forward, man? Damn, it's, it's interesting. Um, you know, we talked to Stefan Lavera and I was asking him about, come, hey, can you come to Miami? He doesn't know if he can leave his own country. You know, that, Stefan Lavera doesn't know if he can leave his own country to come hang out at a Bitcoin conference. And I'm thinking, damn, this, this is just crazy. Um, Bitcoin will fix this 
ultimately, it's not easy right now, but we need it more than ever as we as, as we go forward. We need Bitcoin. And I love the people that are here in this space. The smartest people in the world are right here right now. What do you think it's going to look like in five years' time? Okay, so five this years. Space. Um, the space oh, I'm talking about, like, you know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, this space here. Um, you're going to be a living legend, man. You're going to be like uh, Satoshi Nakamoto himself. You're going to be, you're going to be, if Satoshi had done a podcast, that's the podcast that they're going to have on repeat. It'll be a dystopian future with your podcast. Uh, no, so, uh, no, yeah, five years. Hey, let's be honest. I, um, I subscribe to the 210,000 block theory. Every 210,000 blocks, there's never been one moment in the history of Bitcoin that you lost money. You're always green after 210,000 blocks. So yeah, uh, five years, guess what? By that time, most corporations, I would say, would have 4% or 5% of their assets onto the balance sheet. Bitcoin's easily at a million dollars, if not more. Um, I, I, I think the, the two things going forward that, that Bitcoiners got to work on are the wallets, because yes, all, all you fucking techie nerds out there are comfortable with having a hardware wallet and seed phrases, but guess what? Um, yeah, if you want the regular people to come in, they need something a little bit easier and secure. So that's, that's one of the next growth industry to me and also yeah um the banks the banks are going to fight back because they're done who needs a bank anymore and i can't wait to talk to jack mallard man because that dude when i was his age i was just parting it up man this guy's changing the world this guy's bringing down the entire swift industry on him himself so yeah that's that's the next big one that is amazing what he's doing. It's just crazy. Have you have you got him on the show? Is he coming on? Oh, not yet. No, we can't. Well, thankfully, Greg Greg Zodge, um, yeah, he stole right. my memes. He he made a name for himself off of me. Um, yeah, look at you, Greggy. <laughs> uh, no, uh, Greg Zodge is part of the main team with him and RD. Um, yeah, they have this year. So yeah, so he'll be on the show. I, I guarantee you should have him on as well, man. Yeah, I'd love to because what uh, what he's doing, I think, is yeah. uh, is incredible. And I want to do a real deep dive lightning show as well uh, for yeah. for the people coming in for okay. my own for my own knowledge. Um, I, I've been very slow to to delve into that. Uh, I've just been purely about you know stacking and hodling. Yeah. And uh, I, I'm with you, man. I, I'm all about right now. It's accumulation. And it was funny is I had, look, I, I have coworkers that know <laughs> I told them, you know, December, 2017, Hey man, check out this Bitcoin It's pretty cool. And man, they took the piss out of me for a good year and a half or two years, but guess what? They're coming back around, aren't they? <laughs> They're coming back around. I say, listen, we're still in the accumulation phase. Buy and hold. Just buy and hold. And what I find fascinating is how easy it is. In America, we have the 401k retirement plan. 
um, basically you just get to save some of your money in a, um, a pre-tax retirement account. But people will do that for 40 years, no problem. But dear God, you tell them to buy Bitcoin, they got to sell after a month. They can't, they can't even wait one year, let alone 40. But imagine Bitcoin in 40 years, man. <laughs> imagine that. And I tried to explain to a friend, it's not that the you'll see dollars, dollars will go away. What you'll see is that the prices go down in terms of Bitcoin. What you bought, you bought a you bought a car last year at we'll say 0.1. This next year is 0.01. They don't you can't wrap your head around deflationary currency. Came for number go up, stayed for number go yep. down. Oh, love it. Love it, man. Yeah. It's, what do you think, man? It's a mind fuck. And it is. Beautiful. And it's the invention of our time. And I, I feel completely blessed to, to be a part of it and, yeah. and to help other people um, understand it and to, to have conversations like this with, with people like yourself oh. and every other guest that comes on. It's, uh, it's a complete privilege. And, and I can't wait to meet everybody in real life. Uh, well, not everybody, those oh. that can make it in Miami. Right. Can, can you imagine like the, the thinking and the mindset um, of course, the transition from horses to cars is one thing, but imagine trying to tell somebody um, next year, the price of your milk will go down. The price of your education will go down. It's nonsensical to them. They cannot believe this is possible. Wait, how does the price go down? They will never get it. This is what Bitcoin does, man. Like you called it, man. It's a mind fuck in a way. The price comes down of everything with Bitcoin. Crazy. That is crazy, mate. Well, guy, yeah. we've been going for almost uh, two hours. And I think we've yeah, covered... That's what we do. So, yes, what we do. <laughs> I think we've covered so All much. Right. Um, yep. You know what's coming. I bet you yep. haven't prepared. You've had one orange pill left to give to someone. Who would you give it to, and why? Ah, the, the question of all questions. You know, it's interesting um, because I've listened to your show enough to know um, it was what's interesting. Everyone goes like Joe Rogan. Um, man, it's not an easy one. Um, if he, if I ask Anders, he would say his mother because if you give it to his mother. Then he knows that he won. She finally, you know, bends a knee. Um, now, what I'm going for, let's, honestly, it's going to be, we're, we're going from corporate, the, the corporations are coming. Um, yeah, I'm going with like either, uh, I'm thinking Vladimir Putin. And I'll tell you what, because when, if Russia goes full Bitcoin, guess what? Everyone else in the world has to go Bitcoin because he will turn on um, everything to mine it and everyone else will have to follow. And Max Kaiser, I think he's, I, I got, you know, I can't wait to have him on the show, but he's got to go in the hash rate uh, wars are going to happen. But if you read, if you read tell Putin, 
it's game over for the world. Game over in a good way, though. This is the beauty of Bitcoin. Yeah, 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 in a good way. But yeah, I'm telling you, if you want to, if you're talking about red pill or orange pill, I should say, um, who else? Who else can spread that narrative faster and further? Than, and who's than got more Putin? money than anyone else in the world? Yeah. The, so yeah, Vladimir know, Putin. Well. Yeah, think of that one for a minute. Well, then you know this. This reminds me of Alex Gladstein when he's you know hit his his saying or meme or quote, whatever you want to call it, uh, you know, um, Bitcoin is a machine that turns uh, greed into freedom. Wait, who said that? That's good. I like that. Alex, Alex Gladstein from the Human Rights Foundation. Um, yeah. It, that, that's actually the title of that the looks- show that we did together. Yeah, it, it turns greed into into freedom. And we know how it changes people, not just personally, but, you know, anyone else that you've met and all of the podcasts that you've listened to in the past, when people talk about how it's changed their behavioral habits, whether that is they now work out or they now um, eat healthier or they've got a longer time preference, this, that, and the other thing could be any number of things. So if you orange pill the world's worst tyrants, yeah. dictators, whatever you want to call them, right, and that starts playing on their on their conscience. So maybe some people are unrescuable. I don't know. I, I'm not that deeply psychological. No. It'd be nice to have a try. Oh, I would say this: um, the U.S. dollar and if you have currency. Um, every tyrant in the world had access to it. In fact, that's why they became a tyrant. Um, they were using banks. <laughs> they were using um, shady dealings to have access to this. Um, yeah, big. listen, the, the best thing about Bitcoin being decentralized is, fuck, it's free to everyone. True freedom. True freedom will, will be out there. I don't, I don't care. I don't care where it is because I know at the end of the day, um, the people that buy into true freedom will outrun any tyrant. Okay. It's the tyrants that control the money that scare me the most. I'm scared of the ones that control the capital and the flow. Bitcoin. Now, they may get some Bitcoin to begin with, but guess what? They will be eaten alive. And that's why the Bitcoin Twitter, man, Bitcoin Twitter is the honest broker right now mm-hmm. I, I got some questions for Ad jack of course um but i'll tell you what bitcoin twitter right now is, is the it's where it's it's where the future is at i hope jack does a q a at the uh, the miami conference because he's going to be the hornets are going to come so prepared the hornets the plebs no, yeah. the plebs whatever you want to call them yeah they're, they're going to be prepared I, with hard fucking questions, hard hitting questions. Yeah. And so, yeah, what's your thought on this? Because listen, man, I, I go back and forth on Jack. It's fucking brilliant. On the one side, you get, you know, the Bitcoin logo, you get all of this, and then you get him censoring people. I don't mm-hmm. care. Listen, it's not, it's not like people are, are talking about, um, you know, 
a child rape or anything else. I mean, just because you don't agree with their political views, you you feel the need to take them off of Twitter. You 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 silence their voice. Who the fuck are you, man? That's what I'm saying. At the end of the day, like, who are you to to quell this voice that many people may enjoy, many people may agree with? So yeah, uh, yeah. At Jack, I think is is fantastic to be there, and I hope he answers some questions. There's going to be some hard hitters. It'll be amazing because yeah. uh, that's hey, what you, Bitcoiners you, do. Bitcoiners yeah, uh, seeks the truth. Yeah, yeah. And the, and the only reason we can do that. The only reason we can do that is because of Bitcoin. The only reason that we have a voice is because we don't care, because we have our own value system. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you can. Well, yeah. Sorry about the swearing again, man. I get passionate about this stuff, obviously. <laughs> but think about that, man. This is where we're at. Thank God for Bitcoin, because if not for Bitcoin, the only people have been silenced over the year. Man, it's absolutely mind-numbing. It truly is, man. Well, I think we've done Bitcoin yeah. justice tonight, my friend. And it's been yeah. an absolute pleasure <laughs> to, to have you on the yeah. show. Don't tell Anders that I invited you on because uh, he, he's going to get a little bit pissed. Well, but, uh, no, <laughs> no, he no. Well, I think he knows already. I think you're having him. He's booked him, for next then, week. He's booked for next week. Don't worry. Yeah, yeah. Oh, hey. It's when the three of us are on the show that it gets yeah. real. That that that's going to be that's going to be a good one. Maybe maybe we might even do that one live from Miami. That no, that could be may, a cool No, thing no, no. Me. Yeah, th- hey, there's no maybe. It's going live Going live. Going I, live from Miami. Well, we're going live, man. Um I'll tell you what, man. Th- those guys in that chat <laughs> from Big Sean, Greg Zod, um, Artie—they're absolutely brilliant people. I'm not going to be so able to. Good. I've run out of space on my my notepad here for all yeah, of the people to give shouts out. You know, you know, I do the shills and mentions. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm so I apologize yeah. right now for anybody that I've missed because I've been trying to write them all down and it's just a mess. But no, um, they're all good. Guy, where can people come and find you? And what's the best way to reach out? And is there anything that you're yeah. looking to achieve or any projects that you're looking to help in the space that uh, you might appeal to? Uh, no, first and foremost, I have no products. I promote nothing. All I say is buy Bitcoin. Okay. So I'm the real deal, holy field. I don't give a shit about anything but Bitcoin. Buy Bitcoin, hold Bitcoin. You can thank me later in life and buy me, I don't know, again, it's in a pub if I find you. Um, hey, yeah, online. Yeah, so, um, yeah, just, I don't know, sort of Google uh, Pubby or Publord at Guy D. Bennett. You'll, you'll find me there. Um, my buddy Danish at Anders um, is my co-host. We just, yeah, have a good time. Talk Bitcoin and uh, some bullshit. So the one thing I'll say is uh, thank you, Daniel, for having me on, hanging out. And 2021 is going to be an absolutely crazy year. Um, So I will come back on the show at $500,000 Bitcoin in December. Deal? 
Deal, man. Deal. <laughs> Absolute deal. 500k strike. Uh, you know, that that's yep. that's when it whenever, whether it's December, November, January, or whatever year, it doesn't matter. Yep. Um, but yeah, I love the fact that you're calling it this year. Really yep. look forward to to meeting you, mate, uh, in real life and hanging yep. out. And uh, fingers yeah. crossed from us. I know you said like uh, Stefan yeah. doesn't know whether we'd be able to travel from Australia. We don't know whether we'll be able to travel, but we've got tickets. We're in place. We want to be there. And we, we really want to come and hang out with you guys. And if anybody else listening is thinking, what the hell are these guys talking about? This conference It's Bitcoin conference 2021. It's going down in Miami, 4th, 5th yep. of June. That is a completely unofficial shill. I am not being paid. I am not a speaker. I'm not uh, I'm- any... Like, you know, it's I'm not either, man. Get there. Yeah. Right. It's, uh, you know, I really that, hope. That's the hard part. I, I, you know, I told Anders once, I said, listen, if someone's going to pay me off to shill anything, it better be a lot of money. I don't shill nothing. <laughs> <laughs> My only show would be Guinness. If, if Guinness beer wants to, um, yeah, throw in a, a, a tap in my home. Okay. But other than that, we're good. Now, listen. People, they, they they will come knocking at your door, and they're gonna offer you some sats just to just to throw out a little uh, a little shill every now and then. And it could be a Bitcoin only company. That's that's what I like to attract. The Bitcoin only companies, yeah, that, oh, uh, are willing yeah. to throw throw me a through sats uh, and services that I've either um, used or highly respect. Um, now, yeah, not to say. Yeah, it'd be a company. That'd be uh, a pretty good one. Um, yeah, that'd be nice. And I love that you you put out a meme, the Dumb and Dumber meme of uh, of you and Anders. Yeah, uh, like uh, the Hawaiian tropic. Um, oh yeah, with um, the us, um... right? yeah. <laughs> well, that that's when we, we had the toxic ladies on. Right. And so I'm trying. That's to... right. Because I try. Listen, I, I looked up the Dumb and Dumber meme to me is fantastic. Um, obviously I try to use it in, in, in most situations. Um, I got to find what, man, I got less than one day, but Jimmy's song is coming on tomorrow with us. So I got to come up with oh, one, Jimmy. but yeah, Jimmy's fantastic. So when it came down to it, I was laughing because I'm like, Jesus, we have, well, we had Katie on the show and Katie in, um, yep. Flag theory, all keywords here. Flag Theory, um, Second Passport, go check out Katie. She had the foresight to come on with a low-cut shirt. And so all the gentlemen of Bitcoin were um, easily impressed. After the show, after the show, she says, hey, I've got some friends I could bring on. And we said, as fools, yes, of course. We had... It was me and Anders and eight women were trying to schedule. And not that they're women, but imagine trying to schedule eight people. And we're dying. Like, what the hell? Anders like, listen, I, I just found out from Restream, I can only have um, six people total. It turned into, it was turning into a shit show. So what I found out was, uh, I, I'm thinking back to my favorite scenes of Dumb and Dumber. I remembered the bikini team coming in at the end. Here we go. <laughs> the dumbasses, the see these hot girls, and they send them the wrong way. So yeah. So, again, and then refuse the it, job. Refuse the job. Refuse 
We to to rub them no. down, yeah, to all summer. Yep. No, and, no, 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 no. Yeah. <laughs> you want to you go this way. You want to go this way. <laughs> You'll find some guys down there. Exactly. Yep. That, that was you and Anders. And Restream. Pretty much. Yeah, so <laughs> I guess with Restream. Yeah. But what I love about it, that it's fun. Bitcoin is fun. Buy, hold, and just wait, man. Buy it, hold it, and get ready. Get ready. Just get on Twitter. Find your find your little corner of the world that you can do something. Like you said, you are a lurker, man. You lurk. Mm-hmm. I was I was lurking. Um, when once you find your voice, though, man, it's beautiful. Yeah, it truly is. All right, guy. Big love, man. All right, man. Really yep. appreciate you coming on. And uh, best hey. of luck over there in Africa. Uh, and oh, you know, I think yeah. On a side note, I think what you're doing, your your, your fiat job, your day to day, is uh, very commendable. And um, hats yeah. off to you. Thank you for making the world a, uh, a safer place for for many of those um, <laughs> that that need these services when you know these disasters hit. Well, I don't know if it's um, uh, better, but I, I'm proud to be doing what I do, um, having Bitcoin and and meeting uh, great people like you, man. Thank you for having me on. Thank you. Hey guys, I hope you enjoyed that show with the Pub Lord. Go follow him on Twitter. He loves the banter. He loves the memes. Make sure you don't steal any of his memes because, you know, it sounds like there's, there's going to be hell to pay. Or go right ahead and steal all of his memes. I mean, don't take my advice. Do whatever you need to do. Uh, but definitely reach out because he's great fun. Go start watching The Toxic Happy Hour. They do an incredibly bad job at promoting it. So you're going to have to stay very close to to Guy's Twitter account. And even then, he doesn't send out the correct link or even the correct date. And half the time gets the, gets the guests' names wrong. But, you know, that's all part of the fun of The, the Toxic Happy Hour. And I don't think Guy will... Uh, you know, <laughs> I don't think you'll mind me calling him out on that. Thanks so much for coming on, mate, and sharing uh, everything that you shared there. It's clearly made such a deep impact on your life. And like you said, Bitcoin gives us a voice now. We can build from this platform of hope and of financial freedom that we, we, we can have this ability to see further into the future without so much trepidation and be sure in ourselves and in our missions and in our and have you know more confidence in in what we're trying to do and what we're building and the the future we're trying to create not for our you know not just for ourselves and our families but in in educating others by doing shows like this and, and shows like the toxic happy hour so big love brother really looking forward to to meeting you one day And everybody else that's listening to this, of course, that goes without saying. So before I sign off, I just want to give the support team of coinfloor.co.uk forward slash bitten, swanbitcoin.com forward slash bitten, and relay, R-E-L-A-I dot C-H forward slash bitten. Coinfloor have you covered in the UK, Swan in the US, and relay throughout Europe. All Bitcoin-only companies, all trying to educate as many people as they can about best practices of Bitcoin and trying to make it as easy and as accessible to as many people as possible. 
And at the start of the show, I mentioned Bitcoin at Jobs. That's at Bitcoin at Jobs. Go check him out on Twitter because if you're looking for a job in the space, this is the account to follow. Who knows? You could find your way out of that fiat legacy job and into something much more exciting and much more aligned with your with your values and your morals and your ethics which is what bitcoin generally tends to do to people so definitely worth a shill really appreciate you guys listening thank you for sharing rating reviewing subscribing whatever it is that you're doing show wouldn't be the same without you i really look forward to the next one take care and uh yeah let's go to the moon see you guys